welcome to another episode of Predecessor Protocol. It's yours truly, Danger, your host with the most. It's Penzo Danger, Obey the Danger, uh, (laughs) Soul Danger, um, (laughs) Tekken Danger, whatever you want to call it, it's Danger. Uh, With me as always, we have Baseball 5516. Yo, what's up, dude? And uh, returning back for, is this third time? Third time, yeah. Third time. Um, he's been on both of our... He, he was on our tier list episode, and then when we kind of talked about how we screwed up our tier list episode, he came back. Uh, we have Hasp. Hey, what's going on, boys? Hey. hey what's up, go. dude? How are you? Doing great. Thanks for having me back. Of course. Yes, sir. Uh, we've been playing some games this week. We've been playing some big boy games this week every so often, right? Yeah, yeah. Played against Sneaks earlier today. Hey. Should have won, but uh, we'll talk about yeah. it later. Yeah, yeah. but you, you oh, guys gosh. couldn't carry, huh? Yeah, I'm playing support now. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, that was my first carry game in a while. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. Um, I think, honestly, if you play offline, we win that game. Look, he asked. Yeah, you're don't make me feel any worse bad, about that game. But he didn't do <laughs> ASP levels, right? Um, and he, didn't, he didn't do very good, but it's okay. We yeah. I wasn't in it. I was just based off of uh, stat lines. Um, so we've got a big patch. Um, we've kind of been talking about them for like, what, a month, month and a half now? Like probably mm-hmm. about a month. Um, so we got the Zaris patch notes uh, with some other changes, some item changes. PCC kicked off uh, as of today for recording. So uh, we're recording, what, the Saturday before you guys will hear this. Um so we got some stuff uh, for that. This was just the, uh, what was it? Play-ins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play-ins. Um, and then we'll finish on games. Um, so let's get into these patch notes because it's pretty nuts. Um, a lot of a lot of stuff. Obviously, the big thing is going to be Zaris. Um, there's a couple other big things in here, though. Um, I think somebody in... The Discord requested, even if they're minor changes, something that we usually wouldn't talk about. Um, us pan over them anyways, just so they don't have to go look and read. So I'll probably read off everything, but we'll only talk about stuff that matters. And I'll just kind of blow through stuff that is essentially irrelevant. Um, okay, we're going to start with Zaris before... Okay, actually, let's we'll get into the kit, and then I'll, I'll ask your all's take. Um... So we got abilities, we got names, we got what they do. Uh, we're going to start with his passive gladiator, uh, which the data mine was right on that. Good job. Um, upon entering combat, gain a stack of gladiator when dealing damage with basic attacks or abilities to enemy heroes or monsters. Stacks up to eight times. Each stack grants 1% increased physical power. After exiting combat, stacks will fall off over five seconds. Restoring at max level, uh, or at level 16, 3% of Zaris's max health per stack consumed. So that could be 24% of his max mm-hmm. health. Uh, but so. it'd take 40 seconds, so. Yeah, like when you, when you first take a look at it, like, mm-hmm. you know, you're probably just going to be like, holy shit, 24% of his health. But once you actually like read the, the details of it, it, it really doesn't seem that crazy. Is it one stack falls off every five yes. seconds? Or yeah. Yes. Yeah. Stacks will fall off over five seconds. Oh, yeah. Stacks will fall off over five seconds. But 
I just I I would assume that it's one stack at a time. Let me. We can go. Just uh, danger. Keep going over stuff, and I'll. Yeah, because because uh, uh, that's that changes it drastically. Um, the way I interpreted it was, okay, over five seconds, your stacks fall off. So, which is kind of what it says, but it could also mean one stack falls off every five seconds. Mm-hmm. The way I interpreted it was, over the five seconds, those eight stacks fall off. Which, if we'll that's to, the case, that's... I mean, we'll 24. have to see, though, because, yeah. like, it's... Because, it, like, it scales up. Like, it, it gets to, you know, it starts off at 0.5% per stack yeah. and then goes up to 3 at level 16. But, like, the laning phase is essentially going to be over by, you know, level 11, level 12, by the time you get to that third... Uh, yeah, you're getting 2%, so you're looking at, you know, 16% total... Um, either over 40 seconds. The thing is, 40 seconds seems like way too long. Timeout. It is uh, confirmed. I just watched the video, the overview again. It's one stack every five. You lose one stack every five seconds. Okay. That's way less broken than what I anticipated. Um, Still good for, like, sustain. Yeah, but not. if you think about it, the a minion wave I believe meets every thirty seconds. So right, if you can like get in there, brawl it up a little bit, and then back off, right? Yeah, like you'll you are going to out trade just in general over those thirty seconds as long as you're not just like running it down and not letting your stacks. You, it's like you kind of want your stacks to fall off and then get in there because it's it's, it's like a, I just think it's damaging cool, though because like. Yeah. Obviously, wild speculation, we, you know, especially baseball, talked about all these, like, crazy things that, you know, <laughs> um, ideas for the kit. And I do think all those things are very complex and could have been really, really cool. But at the same time, they still made him, like, relatively straightforward, but still pretty complex. Like, even just this passive. It's like, well, if you have stacks, you're going to do more damage. But you kind of want to lose stacks to get some heals. So it's like mm-hmm. this ebb and flow of like, well, you know, like I got to pick the right times to keep engaging because maybe this 8% extra power is going to be enough to like hard win this fight and force a back or get a kill. Um, or, okay, let me just back off. Um, it's a really important time for me to like kind of get some health back and and, and get back in there. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting. That's just the passive. Um, obviously thrust, uh, that's just his auto. It does have a 10% cleave. Um, mm-hmm. so, which is not very good compared to yeah. most other yeah. offlaners. I think that's slash. like the lowest percentage of cleave, I think yeah. for auto attacks. So, and I think again, Except maybe Kalari, but thematically with the verbiage, right? You're essentially stabbing forward in a straight line with a spear. So it's like, I get it. Um, the cleave not being insane. But he has to have some kind of cleave, right? Or he just gets out traded as far as lane clear goes. Unless his damage is nuts. Um, it has 80% bonus physical power, so 80% scaling. Um, That's pretty average, Yeah, let's say. Uh, the next ability, Barricade, um, which I think the data mining said uh, deflect. So mm-hmm. uh, same thing. Uh, you unfold your shield. So if you look at it, his shield, it's like there's it's clearly segmented into like three parts. 
Um, so I assume that's when the shield, you know, the shield kind of comes apart for 1.75 seconds, reducing incoming damage by up to 80% at max level. Um, upon recasting or after the duration, you swing the shield dealing up to 135 plus 100% scaling physical damage, increasing up to 270 plus 200% uh, scaling based on the duration and stunning the target for 0.5 seconds. So he's got a CC in the kit. 80% yeah, damage reduction is nuts. Yeah, it's not a great CC. Yeah, the damage reduction is, is very good. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, the CC is not like anything crazy. Yeah. Um, I, a dev I, I, a dev spoke on this ability where it says the increasing up to, it's just linearly. So it's... If you wait until the ability automatically cancels and you hit something with it, it'll do the 270 up to 200%. If you do half of the 1.75 seconds, it'll be halfway in between that. Yeah. So whatever, 135 plus half of 135 and 150% scaling. So it's just like a linear increase up to double. Yeah. Um, the one thing I do see on this, 22 second cooldown at level one. Maxed out is a 16 second cooldown. This is going to be the ability you'll want to max first, in my opinion. You think so? I think so, because you're going to want to get that cooldown done. Because, like, if you look at his other uh, damaging ability, his RMB, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it at the first rank, it's a 12 second cooldown. At max rank, it's a 10 second cooldown. And it doesn't do quite as much damage as the barricade. Now, obviously, we'll get into it a little bit later, but he can throw it. Uh, yeah. And that's huge. But uh, I, I really think you're going to want to, especially for trades and stuff, you're going to want to get that queue up as much as possible, especially mm -hmm. if you're Look, doing you're, short you're trades off, with your You're off an offlaner. I will, I will heed your advice on that. Uh, we'll get into the other abilities. I'm thinking right mouse button for the just... Yeah, like, me too. The damage isn't nuts, but it's still 100. I mean, it's 190 um, damage. So anyways, let's get into other abilities. Um that was his Q. Uh, his E is evade. That's the dash. If you've watched the video, um, only it only costs forty mana, so not that expensive. It starts a sixteen second cooldown, goes down to twelve. You dash in your current movement direction, which uh, those always feel good. Like whatever way mm -hmm. you're moving, you dash that way. Uh, this is the part I like about it. You gain fifteen percent movement speed for one and a half seconds, and twenty percent attack speed for four seconds. So pretty good ability. Yeah, not only is it a dash, but you're also getting movement speed and attack speed on it. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's going to be used well for like uh, kind of how Shinbi uses her dash, where it's like you can use that to like juke abilities or like get out of range of uh, you know Grux pull or Grux knockup or something like that. It's, oh yeah, yeah. Grux if goes you to can get and you just yeah. dash through him, and yeah. now you're faster than him and doing like attacking yeah. faster, so those stacks are just going to build up faster. Mm -hmm. um, Hasp, any thoughts? What do you think about a dash on an offlaner? Honestly, I love it. Um, I think it's depending on like how far he actually dashes, and I mean, obviously, you can watch the overview video. But um, depending on how it feels, obviously, I need to get my hands on the character. But this could potentially be something like where if when whenever you're anticipating like a crunch knockup coming up, you can just make him with it. Oh, easily, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think this is where the the biggest skill expression, like the people who are really good with Zerus are going to be extremely good with the E, and the people that are just average are going to be not as good with the E. Yeah. 
All right, now we go into the rise mount, right mouse button. Spear of Near. It rhymes, so it's good. Um, it starts at a 12-second cooldown, uh, like Hasp mentioned. Uh, at max rank, it's still a 10-second cooldown, so it only goes down half a second each rank. It only costs 30 mana. This is going to be like your main damaging ability, right? So you channel to throw a spear. You deal up to 190 at max rank, uh, plus 110 uh, physical power scaling to target's hit. Uh, releasing it within 0.3 seconds will thrust the spear forward, dealing the same damage and reducing or refunding half the cooldown. Um, so if you time it right, and you're just kind of hucking this thing. Well, no, it's not. You don't like you don't throw it. So it's like if you're in auto range, it basically you you do like another thrust and it counts as that ability. But it's not. You don't actually throw it. It looks like it's just. It looks like the Achilles uh, three. Gotcha. Kind of. And so, if you cast it fast enough, basically, it, it stays in melee range. Maybe like a little bit farther than his melee range, but like still in melee range. But then you get fifty percent of the cooldown back. So instead of at max rank, instead of it being ten seconds, it'd be five seconds. Why did I feel like he threw this thing? He does throw it. If you hold it yeah, past, you have to hold it. Yeah. If you it. hold okay. it past yeah, the yeah, point yeah. three seconds, he, yeah, he throws it. Yeah. yeah. So if you, so if you're in, Ch- melee, it says channel. And, yeah. And, you, yeah, and proc it really quick. It's yeah. going to be more of a melee ability, but it's going to refund half the cooldown. So it'll be six seconds at level one, five seconds at level five. That's yeah, pretty nuts. Um, yep. Especially for those early trades, you're in off lane, you're up in their shit anyways. Mm-hmm. And you can do this every six seconds. That feels pretty good. Um, it also is sick because if you the channeling thing, right? You hold it down, uh, you can just like snipe somebody with it. Which looks Absolutely. cool. Um, damage is increased by 100% against targets below 20% maximum health. And it deals 75% so that, of damage to minions. Yeah. So that that right you. there is scary to me. But, oh, yeah, bro. Yeah. Because yeah, be damage increased, that includes, ability, yeah. that includes base damage and f- the bonus physical power scaling. Yeah, so three, nine, 380 plus 220%. That's like, that's like an ultimate ability. Against somebody's twenty percent max health or less. Yeah, it's like. But you got to get them there, of course. So. Yeah. That's still pretty nuts, dude. I mean, because at level one, that's one hundred and forty damage, plus two hundred and twenty scaling off of next to nothing. But that's. Uh, I feel like, I don't know if it's me, but I don't play offlane ever. I'm, I don't know. I, I I can see where you're coming from, Ass, because that is good on the barricade. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. Again, it's just one of those things where you have to play the character. I think to really figure out mm-hmm. like what what the best build path is for them uh, yeah. in terms of your abilities. But I don't know. Just looking at the kit on paper, if it was me, I would be maxing the Q first personally. Gotcha. Um, and now Colosseum, the ult, um, starts at 120 cooldown, goes down to 80, which isn't very, like, it's not, I think that's a good time, right? Like it's not obscenely long in my opinion, but it's also not like I'm spamming it all the time. Um, you leave at an enemy hero, uh, dealing 
up to 320 damage plus 150% of physical power scaling. And then a large Colosseum is summoned for six seconds, and the bonus from Gladiator is doubled. If the target is killed within the duration, you will permanently gain 6, 8, 10. So 10 physical power at max rank. You may recast this ability to end it early. Um, dude, okay. So the Gladiator bonus being doubled is 16% physical power. Mm-hmm. The 10 physical power for any time you get a kill with this. On the march, yeah, but on I the think target. the way it works is when it's level one, you only get six physical power. Right. So, like, you can't get ten physical power from it until you're, like, level 15 or 16 or something like that. Yeah. I do think Which, if you're kind of popping off on kills, though, sixes here, some eights there, and then some tens. Yeah. But you have you have to think you have to get the kill while the Colosseum is up. And at level one uh, Colosseum, it's 120-second cooldown. So that's assuming you're casting it the second it's up and getting a kill, right? That's like every two minutes starting at like, what, seven or eight minutes, something like that. Yeah. So, and that's assuming, like, I don't, I, like, that's nice. I think that allows him to go a little bit more tanky if you're, like, using it correctly, right? You don't have to just build full damage. Um, I don't think... I don't think the... The one thing I, I mean the permit is, like, can you get out of this cage? Can you blink on, over it? Can you I, Gideon teleport out of it? I'm not sure if you can blink or teleport out of it. You might be able to. You might be but, able to. Yeah. But also, it just... it. It says uh, if the target is killed within the duration, it doesn't say if they're in the Colosseum or not. So, Well, yeah, yeah. I'm more so thinking I don't want to be in there for six seconds as Gideon, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I was talking it from, like, Zara's point of view. Like, if they, like, flash over or, like, teleport get over, it's like you can just <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, they didn't show anyone escaping it, but that being said, it was a hype video, you know what I'm saying? They're not going to show times when you use the ability and it didn't go well yeah right? all, yeah all they're going to show is a Zerus that's like four levels higher than everyone yeah, else yeah. Just yeah. Just versus on AI. <laughs> dumping on, no yeah it, it, it you can tell it's not an ai game but it's i will yeah. say the thing that disappoints me about this ability is is that it, it is a lock on ult and I, i'm yeah. not a fan of that like i really wish that it was just like a little circular uh area like you know like gideon rock or something like that right just like give me something to miss you know mm -hmm. yeah sure. the lock on thing yeah I, I could see that i see what you're saying because like we've got bellica lock on ult we've got revenant lock on ult morgesh essentially yeah morgesh and b depending on your stacks you've got i mean if you're in melee range countess um and then uh who else was I just thinking of? There's somebody else. Um, Chimera. No, not Chimera. Chimera's not a lock-on no. ult, but it's a lock-on jump. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Countess. So, like... Because yeah, it would be good, right? If somebody's, like, not good... Or just... It, if you could dodge this. Mm -hmm. With it being a lock-on, it's like, you just can't... You're just going to get hit by it. Um, so... 
What do you guys think? Is he is he going to be nuts? I've seen some people complaining that they think he's way too overtuned. He's got just like too much in the kit. Um, I I don't think it, he if you break it all down, he does have with his with all of his kit combined, right? He's got increased to his ba- like percent increased his physical power. He's got self heal a little bit. He's got. Shields to re- he's got damage reduction. He's mm-hmm. got a short stun. He's got a dash that's also like a movement speed attack speed buff. He's got a ranged uh, kind of execute right, and then he can also do it in melee range and reduce the cooldown in half. Yeah, and I then think... he's got a lock on ult that gives a permanent power buff. Yeah, I I think he's gonna be good, but I don't I, I haven't I don't think he's gonna be super overtuned. I think honestly that Crunch is just does everything that he does better, in my opinion. Like Crunch has better CC, has better sustain, like probably better engage. Yeah, we'll, uh, just, we'll just have to see. I mean, like I yeah, I think I think that. They're saying he's going to be an offlaner. I, like, I think he's he looks more like a jungler to me. If I'm just being honest, um, I could definitely see viability in the jungle, especially with his passive, because he's got a little yeah. bit of like sustain in that kit, even if it's not crazy. It's like still yeah. a little bit of something, you know. It's something, and but I think like items like mutilator are going to be good on him, and like. Because, like, you – Mutilator, right? It's, like, you obviously restore based on your the damage you deal on autos and on abilities. Um, but also it, like, steals health and then does a percentage of their HP whenever you do, I think, an auto to them or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's he's, the, the item, the video. They're, like, items yeah, like this will be good on That you. item seems sick on him. Void Helm's probably good on him. Uh, Draconum's probably good. Like, right? It's, like, all these items that – are the like the crunch build right it's like all those items are super good on crunch too but i think crunch just does what he does better i think danger you kind of you kind of touched on it a little bit you said that his kit really isn't that complicated but and, and i i agree you're right but i think there's complexity th- in it like out there, I, I think there's like some deep complexity in it i think bad players are going to be very bad with him yeah yeah, I think he'll be um, a hard one to be good with, but a good one will be nuts. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I don't think, like, by his kit seems simple is in comparison to the shit you were throwing out a week ago. Yeah, that's um, fair, that's fair, that's fair. But really, I mean, like, his right mouse button is this channeling thing that you can throw or you can proc early. Mm-hmm. His uh, barricade is this damage reduction that you can proc early and go ahead and get the stun out but it'll do less damage or or uh um i mean if you let it go you know what i mean like if you let it go the whole time you're going to be doing this damage and, and stunning like his dash is going to be very if you time it well and can evade stuff with it then it's going to be really good if you're just kind of mm-hmm. using it willy-nilly it's not going to be bad but it's just you can he, did, he seems so like an odd stuff he, with it. 
He seems like an auto cancer to me, like a like a spell, uh, like fighter, almost. And uh, I think I think he obviously like you were to to touch on what you were saying before, like how you think he looks more like a jungler. Like, yeah, I can, I can kind of see where you're coming from with that. My worry about him is his early clear. Um, yeah, I, with like only a ten percent cleave. Yeah, I feel like you have to like if you are going to take him in the jungle, then you're going to have to build one of the clear items. Like, I think I think you could probably like go an assassin build on him. It probably wouldn't serve to his kit super well, but like you know you could probably start with like a malady or something. But I think he's he's yeah. just better served like building like as an HP bruiser. So like you could probably okay. start with like overlord or something. Yeah, yeah, that's. What well, I, I think even say, if you went mutilator first there's... in the jungle, you just have sustain. It's yeah. like. You might not clear quite as fast, but I think if you're leveling up the right mouse button and then you're just using it to like like stab instead of throw, it's going to be on a five second cooldown, right? And you're going to be building ability haste. Dude, I think so it's like you're going to just be able to. You go like Overlord health build, like I scorn Overlord. I don't know what augmentation, salvation, tainted blade, like. Yeah, that's, he just, he's he's going to be super. He's going to have a super diverse uh, build potential. Yeah, like but, uh, he, yeah, he's kind of like go. Crunch, honestly. Like Crunch, you can you can build him tank. You can build him. Yeah, that's know, what I'm saying. I feel like bruiser. he he reminds um, me of Crunch, but I think Crunch just does what he does better. So it's like I just rather have a Crunch because Crunch is going to bring a lot more CC and probably more self sustain as well, and like more mobility is you know what i'm saying like yeah but i think i think he's gonna have a little bit more build diversity than crunch though because i think maybe. with his kit uh especially like with the attack speed stem on his uh on his dash um i i think there i think you could go the overlord bone saw health bruiser build on him mm -hmm. and then it would probably work out pretty well like basically the same build that you go with like a chimera essentially yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you think he has any like obvious good counters or bad like bad matchups? Uh, I think like obviously until you play him, we don't know. But based off of numbers and what we've seen, yeah, I feel like Grux kind of would eat him because I feel like Grux just runs him down. That's what, it, dude. That's was one of my first. I was like, I think Grux might actually have a good matchup into into Zares. Yeah. Yeah, because well, like it's basically Grux and Crunch are the two that immediately just kind of that stand yeah. out to me because like yeah. until proven wrong, like <laughs> I don't think anybody takes Crunch in a one v one. Yeah, bro. Crunch yeah. is. I think Shinbi might when Shinbi's got level six, but that, that's like assuming that you are juking abilities with your dash. Yeah, it is cool though because like it again, it's not on the same cooldown, but. If Shimby, you're into Shimby and she's playing that super passive poke with wolves crap, which works, it's definitely the thing to do. Um, then he can at least periodically throw a spear at her. Yeah, but uh, it's I don't know. I think I think Shinby, Grux, and Crunch probably beat him in lane. I think he's probably better at team fighting than Grux. Well, see, I also think of, because um, his ult, right, the enemy oh. team has a win condition. It's like, all right, their so-and-so is like, if we kill them, we just win the team fight every time. Yeah. His ult is really good for that, and you can't miss it as long as you hit the right person, right? Like, target the right person, yeah. and you're not going to miss it. But then there's people like Revenant that it's like, 
you do it to Revenant, and then Revenant ults you, and he just walks out of it. Yeah. I think he... I, f- I feel like it's, like, him and Decker, like, punishers of n- not having a leap, if that makes sense. So it's, like, if if you're in a draft and you draft Bellica support and Faye mid and, uh, I don't know, Murdoch... And then in the jungle you draft Richter, and in the offlane you draft Crunch, like the in, like the, your enemy team. Your it's cage. like you can pick, yeah, you can pick Decker and pick him, and then basically trap somebody and condemn them to death, right? So I feel like he's like I don't think he's going to be bad on release. Like I think his damage and the scaling numbers are just too good for him to be bad, but I don't think that he. I, I think he looks fun, like. I think he looks fun too, but I think he, it, it, it like long term, he probably looks more of like a counter pick to me. Like once we figure out the matchups, it's like, oh, maybe he's super good into Richter for some reason, and it's like, okay, we well, just pick him into Richter, and that it's basically like a nerf to Richter by releasing this character or whatever. So yeah, from a from a team fight perspective, though, like he's built almost exclusively to just be a backline diver though like, yeah he's just, he's just gonna dash in <laughs> and then ult the the adc or the mage yeah. whoever is the win con basically for the other yeah, team dude. and which then he very, just blows them up right which is very assassin-y mindset that's why which I is very that's what I'm jungly like, which is yeah, very and i do think a lot of those assassin items could actually be really good on him too like mm-hmm. What I'm saying, I think, I think legitimately he's going to be the offlaner with the most build diversity. Yeah, um, yeah. just just because that. of how just because of how well rounded his kit is. Yeah, maybe he'll be nuts into uh, when people go like carry mage offlane. Maybe, who yeah, knows? Probably. So uh, they're also releasing uh, Warlord Zara's skin, which looks cool. The Coolest thing I read about it though is uh, it's their first skin with additional visual effects. Yeah. So I think I will definitely be purchasing this skin for sure. Yeah, I think yeah. that's super important to like skin identity. Like obviously it needs to look cool, but uh, like the red Gideon skin, cool skin, looks all right. Um, but it's still just purple rocks, and it's like. This should obviously he should be throwing fire. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I'm I'm excited and interested to see what those visual effects are going to be. Um, they're also doing they're updating the hero ability descriptions. Um, so all the important text you need to know is now color coded, which uh, with each of the abilities properties having its own bulleted line. It's never been easier to follow along. Okay. It's not just abilities, though. Attack speed, crit chance, and damage are also shown on basic attacks. And just user interface quality of life improvements. Like, yeah. Always good to see. Um, and what? They've also calculated total amount of damage each ability deals, meaning you no longer have to do advanced maths on the fly. Neat. Um, yeah, I mean, I, that's just good. Like, it's quick, easy way to distinguish things. Um. Hasp, are you ready for Zara's mirror matches for the next three weeks? Honestly, I think 
for the ne yeah for the next three weeks yeah once i start playing him for sure but i think honestly when he comes out i think i'm probably going to start playing other offlaners into him because i want to know what lanes into him yeah, what, yeah. what's the counter what feels bad yeah. mm -hmm. it's gonna be hard I to think... lock in offline I don't think that character is going to get played for three weeks straight like Twin Blast, personally. I, okay, here's my thought with him, and you you mentioned it. He looks fun. So as long as he's not yeah. just terrible, and he's new, and he's And fun. I mean, he's, he's literally just Dragonkin Pantheon, and Pantheon is a super popular champ in League. That's and, true. And, like, of all the MOBAs, of all the uh, other competition out there, Pred definitely follows League the most. They they play yeah, League for sure. the most for mm -hmm. sure. So yeah. he, I mean, he, this is definitely a character that they obviously wanted to release before uh, the the actual official release of the game because I think he mirrors Pantheon so much. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Again, if he's not just garbage and he's fun to play and he looks cool and he's new, you're going to see him a lot. Like. Twin Blast, I think, was this touched on nostalgia, so people played him a lot. But two, he was just fucking broken, dude. He was so yeah. strong and still is super strong. Like, um, so I think you'll. See, I I don't know. I I do think people like Hasp though are going to be more interested in what are the matchups instead of let me just mirror match this every time because then it's just 100%. who's better at clicking buttons um, with this character. Or who gets, you know, more ganks or something like that. But uh, It'll be go. me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go <laughs> into uh, balance changes on heroes. Um, Countess, they felt like she, she didn't function well in low kill games, but could snowball like crazy from her passive um, if she got a bunch of kills, you know, kind of early on. Um, so they... Her passive, they decreased it from 1.5% to 1% per stack. Her even tide does, I mean, what, five more damage per level? Um, yeah. But the, her the, old, passive, the her, passive is 5% at max. Yeah. So. Um, and then her ult, uh, they wanted to kind of, they didn't want to just take away 5% lifesteal, right? Um, so they gave her ult percent healing increase. Uh, a five percent increase. So, do you think this changes Countess at all? Do you think it like uh, brings her into kind of that early mid more? No, I don't think it changes the early game at all. But the thing is, it's like I still think late game Countess is just a menace. So it's like if you can, if you're good enough in mid to farm and not just die on repeat, like. You're, you're gonna, gonna be able to just eat. People. You're just gonna come online late, and if you know how to use the, it's she's another one. Like if if you if there's one ability that like, uh, um, the masters and grandmasters countess players know how to use, and then the the diamond below players don't use as well. It's her her shadow slip. Like, I the best countess players abuse that ability, and it feels like you can't do any damage to them. Yeah, and then bro. the average to below <laughs> yeah. average countess players, you just kill on repeat. So. Yeah, if, until they change the shadow slip, I think honestly, I think good players are going to be good with her, and average to bad players are just going to be bad with her. So, yep, she's yeah. just a high skill ceiling character, and yeah. this doesn't really change that at all. So, mm -hmm. gotcha. On the gadgets, sticky mine, uh, power scaling increased by five percent. 
her seek and destroy cooldown has been increased by two seconds per level at each level and then i think the big thing with her is her her ult was doing this magical armor shred for five seconds now it does it for three seconds yeah the stacks last for three seconds so as long as you're not just standing in there eating damage you're you yeah. should get your so, armor back. Scaling on the mine means it'll hit harder later. Like that you'll notice the scaling more later. It'll hit harder the whole time, but it'll you'll notice it more with more power. What do you think about the shred? I think that's probably fine. It's it it rewards you for hitting a good ult, but it makes the ult a little worse if you throw a bad ult down. It just makes it less insane in the right situation. <laughs> Yeah, because, uh, I mean, her ult is always like it just does ridiculous damage, and the five second shred duration, especially if like, you know, like you had steel ulted or, you know, like three or four of them or something, and then your gadget drops the ult on them, and they're just they just happen to be right in the middle of it, and they just take it for the full duration, like they yeah, just and, get completely nuked. And that shred too helps, like if you have a shimby off lane or something, right? Like. Yeah. You touch yeah. them with it, and now they have it for five seconds, even though they kind of got out pretty quick. But Shimmy just runs them down and is able to benefit off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Greystone's catching some buffs, it looks like, right? Uh, yeah. Base health increased by 25. His passive decreased. Um, what point? I don't even it, it's it, It's up more because it's you're, – you're, decreasing the cooldown by 0.6 per level versus 0.5 per level right so grand total you're going to be 1.8 seconds up more yeah. at max level or whatever yeah, so maybe yeah, 1.7 level 4.8 yeah. um, his make way aoe damage has been increased by five per level or at each level and then the cooldown has also been decreased um early uh it still hits the same 10 seconds uh, at the end and then assault the gates damage has been increased by 10 at each level and then the camera can now be rotated after casting that's the biggest buff to the ability the damage is inconsequential mm-hmm. uh, the, the the camera lock on or the camera locking whenever you jumped was very very annoying with him gotcha i'm glad they changed that so yeah all around i mean how do you play offlane what do you think like i feel um, like you are an animal on Greystone, but uh, I don't. Uh, I mean, this basically just helps his laning. I mean, late game, mid-late game, he's still, he he's just an insane split pusher. That's like the big appeal for taking a Greystone, in my opinion. He's just, he's a super safe pick. His jump is super long, and he has two health bars. So, like, whenever you do, like, the 4v1 split, like, say, there four, four of your team is in mid, and then your off laner is split pushing uh, in the solo lane, Greystone probably does that just as well as anybody, probably even better than like Shinbi. Shinbi's the other like super ultra mega split pusher that I think of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but Greystone is just a much safer pick than a Shinbi yeah. in terms of like. Well, I think Greystone is good into Shinbi too, right? Because like Shinbi's whole thing is that she can probably kill anyone one on one in from like mid to late game because of her ult and just her just raw damage. But like. Yeah, you, you never Greystone, really feel like you're going to assassinate a Greystone. Like, you, yeah, you'll be able to get, like, Greystone a killer two. has two health bars. Yeah, you'll be able to get a killer two yeah. on him, like, level one yeah. to five. But as soon as he gets his ult on, then it just becomes a little bit more complicated because yeah. you have to kill him twice. Yeah, exactly. Do you go Phoenix on Grey? 
Uh, I have never gone Phoenix on Greystone because I'm not a bitch. So hey. <laughs> it's always Saphir's mantle. Yeah, dude, that's such <laughs> that a good that item is just nuts. But yeah, that is such a good item. Um, Howie, they are okay. So they're decreasing his base health by ten, which really isn't that big of a deal. They are <laughs> decreasing his base mana by eighty. That's which massive. Is that's massive. An that's gigantic ability. Um, they are increasing his mana growth by five. Um, Basically, late game it'll be about the same. I think he actually has ten more mana late game. But yeah, but so man. do you have to go alchemical rod at the to, to start with him now? Do you think uh, either that or some sort of mana sustain? Yeah, yeah that I mean, that makes it tough because you want to go like combustion or combustion has mana on it though too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you just might not be able to cast abilities willy nilly. Yeah, you get the 300 on Combustion. I don't hate Alchemical Rod. Huh. Dude, that's a lot of mana early. It's a massive nerf to the the, the level 1 mana pool for sure. But his 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 R2000 missile, his Q, will hit for 20 more. uh, Will hit for 90 instead of 70 at level 1. Yeah, and I think that's why they did that. Because, right, if they... When that ability is strong early game, he just... Uh, he just ignores the wave and boxes you and kills you. Yeah, rewards landing hit harder than you can. It makes his... it more punishing. To yeah, use yeah. It. But now he instead of because he could probably cast like five or six of those. Now he can probably cast like four before he's out of mana. So it's like he he if he does do that he he just has no mana probably before he kills you. And, so and and I feel like even right now before the patch, uh, well, right now yeah, obviously people are going to be listening to this on Thursday when the patch is released, but right now, the Saturday before the patch, uh, Howie's just in a really weird spot, I feel like, compared to, you know, his former glory. This just kind of makes him even more in a weird spot, I feel like. Yeah, because <clears throat> I, I feel like he's designed to be an early game bully, right? Mm-hmm. But the, but <laughs> all the changes are like, well, we don't want him to bully too hard early game. You know, because yeah, well, it's probably and it's it probably has to go, you know, with like lower tier bronze, silver, maybe like lower tier gold players, where it's like he can probably bully games so hard early, and people don't know how to just like chill and like make it through that early game. And so, man, let me tell you, I've been playing a lot of mid lately. Mm-hmm. I, the first how y'all saw was yesterday. Um, it was Ricky Bobby. Um, and I was Bellica and I was like, I'd picked before. I was like, man, like he's just going to have so much more range to be able to poke. Um, but really you dodge like two of his abilities. I don't know how he just doesn't feel like a threat. Um, I, I agree with what you're saying. Hasp. He just feels like kind of in a weird spot. I don't know if this really helps him at all because of the, it probably does help him if you can like land all your abilities but it's you're gonna have to like back immediately after you trade because he has zero mana yeah. i mean late game his q is still gonna do the same amount of damage, same damage yeah. so i mean it's it it yeah i i don't know it's it, he's gonna pack more of a punch early game but he's gonna have to be a lot more on the ball with Selective. landing his abilities yeah 
Yeah, and rivers are going to be that much more important. Mm-hmm. So him. your jungler's really going to need like, to help you out. That three minute, five minute, especially like the three minute really is going to be, I feel like very, very important. Like he's going to have to secure one of those. And I feel like with the base damage increase too, I, I the more I think about it, I think the alchemical rod start makes more sense. Cause I mean, it's going to be hitting a, his R2000 is going to hit a lot harder. Yeah. Early game, so. It just yeah. feels bad because like his, I feel like his whole identity is like early game, like punishing. Yeah. And so it's like, you want to go combustion megacosm. Yeah. Like on him. once you get that combustion on like level seven, yeah. you're just like, you, you are 2000 at prox combustion. And then it's like, Holy shit. They just did 40% of my yeah. health with one ability. Yeah, God dude. damn. Yeah. But then if you're going out chemical rod into whatever the, the main yeah. one is, that's a scaling item, which is like literally opposite of like what he wants to do. Yeah. You just want to get so it's like, burst on ASAP and as just, fast as possible. Yeah. And try yeah. to blow people it's, it's, up. It's just, it's just, it, like I mean, I just I, I just don't know what else like what yeah, dude. What it, other it, item says, would you go, I feel like you know? his identity is just so like up in the air right now, like what he's supposed to be, right? Yeah. Like I feel like Which, the reasoning behind the mana nerf was so he doesn't get played in support role. Yeah, which <laughs> which, I mean, at any time I see a, a Howie support, in my opinion, I'm just like, okay, well that's a free dub. But uh, at lower levels, uh, lower elo, uh, it it, yeah. it pretty probably is a menace, like. Duo I mean, we played into a Howie support who uh, shit on us, but to be fair, the Howie support was a a, a, a Masters player, and their ADC is a Masters player. Yeah. Shout out to Oongabooga and Oogabooga. You guys shit on us. It was it was not fun. Oh yeah, yeah. I do remember that game? Yeah, dude. They uh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Oogaboo came in the chat and hang out with us. Uh, shout out to him. He's yeah, a cool dude. Um, now on to the next one, Bellica. Bellica feels really strong in its support and mid lane. Um, mm-hmm. And I've even seen her in off lane. I don't necessarily think that's the play, but I've seen her there. Um, she has felt super strong in support and mid. Um, so, of course, she's going to be catching some nerfs. Um, the Her stun, her seismic assault, stun duration is decreased from 1.6 to 1.45. Her Void Drone is going back to 20 gold. Mm -hmm. And then her ult. uh, Damage is increasing early. Scaling is decreasing early. At late game, it's the exact same ult. It does the same amount of damage late at max level and has the same amount of, like, missing mana scaling at max level. So... Just early, it's more about it's going to pack a little bit more of a just inherent punch than what mana they're missing. Yeah. Um, it's going to be better against characters that are not mages and yeah. not quite as oppressive against other mages early game, but still super good late game. Yeah, so. bro. I hit a steal uh, with a Bellic ult the other day and it did like 30 damage. It seemed like, like it did <laughs> negative damage to him. He gained health. It was nuts. Um, the, the knockup, it's only 0.15 seconds. So as long as like, you're still getting the wombo combo, like knock up, uh, right click off. I don't think it matters that much. Mm-mm. Um, S- some people will survive a little bit because like there have been times, right. Where they might've had a flash up and 
like you get your knock up, your bomb, and your ult lock on already, right? Yeah. And then they flash the second they can flash, like the millisecond they can flash away, but you're already locked on with the ult. So yeah. there'll be a few more people that, that live in like a late game team fight scenario because of this. But I mean, very like minute chain. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that will save some people's lives, but it's going to be like maybe like one out of every 20 that you land. They just have that happen to have their flash up. Yeah, and when I'm using it defensively, I don't think I've ever survived by point one five seconds. It's yeah, like I was going to die or I was going to live if I hit yeah, it. For like, sure. there was never for a sure. like, oh man, that tenth of a second, bro. I die now because of this. Uh, it does seem like they're trying to, because there's her, and, and we'll talk about another character like the CC out of mid. I don't know. They didn't do anything to Howie's, like, mine. Um, yeah, but they nerfed the shit out of yeah. the range of it forever ago. Yeah, so. so it's like, there's part of me that feels like they're... But she's also, I guess, just... She's a hard one to decide on because she's played in support as much as she's played in mid. Mm-hmm. Um, But it seems like they're kind of like, oh, let's figure out some something with a CC in mid laners. Like, um, I find it so interesting that they brought the gold back up for from her void drone from 10 to 20 that i don't like i, I, I think I'm, that's I'm just an easy way to try and balance the win rate right because like if you're just throwing it out and it's super easy to get right how like, many that's how 20. many autos is it to kill it is it four or four. Five? four i feel like i feel like i would have just kept the gold at 10 but then like bring it down from four hits to three hits yeah well yeah used to but be, then then it's gonna to be, be or has it always been four it's always been four. Okay. So it's um, just the gold. But then, like, you get into, like, situations, right, where, especially, like, late game when an ADC has a lot of attack speed, they just, that ability is just useless at that. You know what I'm saying? Like, at, with four, you have to, like, pay attention to it during the mid-game and, team, and late-game team fights. Like, if you don't, like, stop and clear it, right, you're just going to eat a shit ton of damage from the drone. I don't know. I feel. Um, I still feel like late game. Like even if it was only three hits, yeah. I mean the but the ADC would have to stop attacking the enemy team in a team fight and focus on the drone for three hours. Yeah, which, but but the, and two with like twin blast where he has double shots, it it would basically delete it unless yeah, than that's two fair. Yeah, but I think I don't know. It's like, just it's just. I odd. think just increasing the gold is a way to like like really easily that like that's going to decrease her win rate just without really changing her kit because if you're just throwing that ability out every time it's off cooldown you're just basically giving them 20 gold if you're not like placing it well but like you can still place it well and make it hard for them to like destroy so i don't know interesting i think it's it's sure. probably where it, it's probably a bigger nerf to support bellica than it is to mid lane bellica yeah, yeah so i don't mid i don't really which I also like place it and play knock up well enough that they rarely get it. Yeah. But I also don't like throw it out on repeat just cause like dude early, I don't know. It almost seems it's not a trap to use it. Obviously it has like its merits, but until I don't know, I don't just like throw that thing out willy nilly. You know what I mean? Hmm. 
Um, I don't. I, I could. I guess in support, I could see. In mid, it almost feels inconsequential if it's ten or twenty gold. Yeah, because it's like because you you might be missing last hits anyway, which are worth more. Yeah, so. and by the time, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you'd have to clear ten of them to get two hundred gold. Yeah, and I promise you, I don't use ten of them into just the like into one person for the first ten minutes of the game. So it's yeah. like at level at minute forty, what does it that extra ten gold even amount to? I don't know. Uh, baseball, when you can talk about Narbash, a support Narbash, Narbash, yeah, they're Narbash. doing some weird stuff with with him. Um, his basic attack cleave is increased by ten percent. His E Song of My People uh, healing per stack is decreased uh, by point one. At each level, uh, there is a bug fix. Um, healing per rhythm stack now correctly increases with rank. So it's just staying at point three, I guess, the entire time, and now it's going to start at point two and go up to point four. So it's kind of so a actually, buff late game. <laughs> yeah, it's actually low key a buff late game, I guess, because uh, of the bug fix. Yeah, um, his thunk damage is decreasing late by twenty. Um, kind of mid to late, uh, I guess. Level two, it really starts, but. Um, but the power scaling is increasing by 20%. Mm -hmm. And then his ult damage is decreasing and the scaling is increasing by 25%. What are they trying to do with Narbash? Um, it's just like typically characters with base damage, you can build like all all over the place and still get good damage out low-key and like his art or his uh, ultimate actually does pretty good damage especially if you go like a true silver bracelet and they can't interrupt it his thunk like 250 just base damage is a lot of damage for an ability right like i don't think any of the mage abilities have base damage like that right so it's like you don't have to build any damage and your thunk actually hits pretty hard right so this is just saying, oh, it's not going to hit as hard, but if you build a little bit of a magical power in there, it'll probably get back up to. But then, if you if you're forced to build magical power, you can't go some other like, you can't go down some other build path to do the same damage. If that makes sense. Yeah. Over, overall, I don't think it's too honestly too much of a change. If you want to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, because he's going to have some. It feels like they're like, power. hey, go play offline. <laughs> build powers go offline that, that, that's basically what i was thinking like they're just they're they're just upping the uh, basic attack cleave just to appease the narbash offlane and jungle uh lovers like bro I, like that's the thing to me it's like honestly decrease the base damage and don't even touch the power the power scaling like i just don't see from the support narbash there's any reason to not just be a heal bot for your team, right? Yeah, you're not picking. Yeah, I mean, but if you're a heal bot, like, sometimes you just clear. your team doesn't have enough damage to take people out. You're like, yes, you can out sustain people, but if they have enough burst, like sustain doesn't do anything into a burst comp. And so, like, that's the problem I've been noticing when I played Narbash. It's like I can keep people alive, but like if they're not doing damage or if they're missing their abilities, we lose that fight. Yeah. To so. me, it just is like, hey, Narbash, go offline. <laughs> the cleave i don't know 
Um, yeah, but I mean, most most characters have more than a twenty percent cleave. I think so. It's not like, Zerus. Yeah, uh, not Zerus. Revenant. Sure. Uh, his passive. Uh, base physical power amplification at levels 1 through 18 is decreased from 5.75 to 10% to 1.5 to 10%. So still the same at max. Way less early on, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, his Q obliterate damage decreased uh, by 20. You and I were kind of talking about this baseball. So it's like 20 per thing. Yeah. Right. And then the, but the scaling is increased by 5%. Yeah. It's an overall nerf, I would say. And then each, so it's 120 down to 100, which is what, like 18% decrease, something like that. And then it's a 5% increase. It's like a 13% decrease. And then also any enemy hero that takes 20 or takes additional missiles past the first one takes. 20% 20% damage of each additional missile. So it's like it's it's even less. So late game I think this is I think that's totally fine. I feel like, like that's his ability anyways. Yeah. His his Q is hitting way too hard late game in my opinion. Um Severog, so so minor changes. Base mana regen increased by 0.2 siphon increased by 5 mana. Um Fey, they touched her old. This is kind of where I was talking about like less CC out of mid. Um, so the bad is the stun duration went down from 1.4 second to one second, but the damage increased by 50 at max rank and the scaling increased by 10%. Yeah. So just trying to make her more like bursty instead of like 1.4, like old bot team fight. Yeah. We've talked about it a million times in the past, right? Where it's like, Faye, sometimes it feels like you have to rely on your team to do damage to finish off. Like, you might hit a form, like a nasty four man ult, but if you don't have anyone following up, sometimes she just didn't have enough actual raw damage with her Q, her E, and her right click abilities to finish people off sometimes. I'm just glad overall they're looking at CC durations as a whole, um, especially since this game doesn't have diminishing returns on CC. Um, Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll take what I can get when it comes to uh, just being less oppressed by cc because yeah good bro, god sure. there are some there are some team comps where like you literally you just, just can do nothing play. yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. uh when you go crunch and then i go bellica and then baseball's on decker that's different and... okay yeah <laughs> it's like oh, you guys don't get to move ever um and then twin blast still overperforming um a bug fix his magical armor growth increased from 0.5 to 0.9 and then his grenade damage is increased and the scaling is decreased. So Yeah. Um it it'll end up being a, a an overall nerf, but it'll feel better early game. The true yeah, nerf to twin blast is a little bit lower in the past. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I was yeah, gonna say. Yeah, we, items are twin blast's problem, not twin blasts. Um so we'll go into items. T two, I don't really feel like they're worth talking about. Um crest, obelisk. Um Okay, condemned base damage decreased by 10, condemned damage per soul decreased by 3, and condemned magical power scaling increased by 5%. This is 100% a needed change. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, You've been using this on Shinbi, right? I have been using this on Shinbi. I've been playing a decent amount of Shinbi lately. 
once you get up to like 25, 30 stacks with your obelisk, your basic attack, I have almost one shot in ADC with just my obelisk auto attack. It's, it's insane. It's like that, huh? And it, obelisk is completely busted in its current state. Uh, By the time people are listening to this, it will hopefully just be a, a perfectly good intended magic power growth item. Like it'll be, I think it will be, it's bringing it back down to earth right now. Yeah. It's, it's somewhere near Pluto. It's so out there. Like, yeah, you could build insane. that on like a full tank, like steel or Richter jungle. I've used it like, on Richter. Oh, in yeah. offline. Like it's, and it's like, nuts. You can like one shot people like as a full tank because you're, you're like, you activate it right. And then you like stun somebody with like steel slap and then auto them. And they're basically dead. If you get, you know, if you're stacking it well. So yeah. Is there a world where you just like cap the stacks allowed? I've never seen it. The thing is it, it's on a 30 second cooldown. So it's like, right, yeah, like if, if, you, if you can get to that 25, 30 stack range that I was talking about, which yeah. isn't obviously impossible, but like once you're in that range right now, like it's, it's just nuts, but like yeah. twenty five to thirty after this patch is out. Right, like, I mean, like thirty, it, be, 30 stacks is better. like you're activating it every time it's available for fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking, so. you know, a game goes on for forty minutes. Um, yeah, and this just continues to be a stackable. Yeah, and I mean by that point, everyone's essentially almost one shotting everybody. <laughs> so, yeah, like, it's, yeah, it's, it's I just, mean, it's it, it it is what it is. At, at 40, 50 minutes, people are yeah, just going to get blown up. A, but, yeah, don't get looked at, but, or you don't like, get to play for three minutes. Yeah, but like with Obelisk uh, before this patch, I, I'm blowing people up at twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, okay, the big item rework uh, is going to be on assassin items. There's three of them. Deathstalker's 100% because of Twin Blast, and I think this will... Because if you've been playing, you've seen the Infernum Deathstalker cheese build, where Twin Blast ult literally just... I mean, just destroys everybody. It's insane. Um, okay, Deathstalker... Alright, how are we going to do this? Um, cost is the same. Physical power went down by 5. Physical pen went down by 2. It's dropped ability haste but it's gained attack speed. Mm-hmm. And then the passives have changed on it. So used to dealing damage to an enemy hero, reduced their physical armor by 4% for three seconds. That's stacked up to six times, right? So 24%. And then in that was corrode. And then in tandem with that, your ability to deal 25% bonus physical damage against targets with six stacks of corrode. The new passives, Basic attacks against enemy heroes shred two physical armor for three seconds, stacking up to five times. So ten uh, physical armor, not what twenty four percent physical armor. So it's yeah. it's more flat pin. But uh, you also gain attack speed equal to seventy percent of your physical pin. So mm-hmm. I mean, this is like you build pin for this item now, right? You just stack up pin build. Yeah, I mean, you can go like, uh, you, you can go like, it, I think you can go like a power pen, like like resolution could probably fit into that build, um, and then you could go, yeah, you could go like more assassiny on like an ADC vanquisher, um, 
perforator for the physical like percent pen um or or demolisher if you wanted to get that like gotcha you know do you think this is faster solely because of twin blast yes yeah 100 percent. yeah okay that well well not only that but like i mean twin blast is the I mean, it's very obvious that this this item was reworked just because Twin Blast ult with this item in tandem with Infernum especially was just completely broken. Um, but this, to me, just kind of seems like... Because there are a lot of people that play Assassins and go like ADC items, like ADC builds almost with attack speed because they just want to attack faster because people like, I don't know, holding left-click on Assassins for some reason. This gives them... This is basically the attack speed they need in one item, basically. So, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's good that they kind of have a core item option for, like, if you if you just want attack speed. But, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see. I think this item will be really interesting on, like, uh, Kalari and Feng Mao as well. Yeah, so. Feng Mao. Maybe even a Grux. I just, I'm glad the old one's gone. Yeah, dude, that thing was, that was nuts. Uh, Dread has been reworked. Physical power is the same. Physical pin is buffed by two. Magical armor is the same. Um, you're losing your base mana regen, which is 150%. Uh, the old passives, Verocity, killing an enemy target, restored 5% of your missing health, increased to 20% for enemy heroes. And then Celerity, gained 10% bonus movement speed out of combat, which I think was so good. Baseball, mm-hmm. I remember you doing like a kind of like a movement speed build. Mm-hmm. out of jungle and you were like I think you were playing it on Fing Mao a lot and you were just everywhere all the time yeah um, the new passives Sinister Shield upon receiving magical damage from an enemy hero block 25% of all incoming magical damage for 3 seconds um, regenerates after not having received damage from heroes for 20 seconds and then Scourge while Sinister, uh, Sinister Shield is available gain 20 bonus physical power this is like as a mage i don't like this this i mean it's just it's the nichest item i've ever seen in my entire life the only time you will ever see this built like with good players is if they have like four magical and one adc like there's no point to build that item unless they're yeah richter unless it's like steel richter decker and a mage yeah yeah well and i think this item is also going to make uh assassin play in mid lane uh much more appealing yeah probably so like that i mean uh probably talk about it a little bit later but in the tournament i mean there was there was a particular game where a fang mao mid just completely ate a gadget and yeah. like if he had this item i mean <laughs> oh my god oh, yeah they just straight 25% of all magical damage that is and honestly i'm i'm fine with this item being uh, this new item coming because honestly mages are kind of nuts i don't know i just think they're kind of they they do a lot of damage yeah, but we die so easy, and you're gonna die even easier. Right? Come on, <laughs> come on! You're taking my CC. You're making items specifically to negate me. Yeah, no, I do think Look, you had a good run. I, yeah, I, damn, I'm gonna have to learn to play Fing Mao in mid. Right? And that's what I was gonna say. Like this, this should this should be a good thing for mid mains because you guys have just been pigeonholed into playing nothing but mages. Essentially, this opens yeah. up assassins for you. Yeah, 
you know what I'm shocked? ADCs I'm shocked too, at right? talking about mages that they didn't touch. Yeah, ADCs as well, yeah. baseball. Um, I'm shocked they didn't do anything to Morgesh. I feel like Morgesh is pretty strong. She, it's the, it's the low player, like lower level player versus high level player, right? Like, it's yeah, just, she's super strong and like, yeah, but I don't play in a bond, so I, like I'm getting shit on by yeah. Morgesh. That's the thing. Like, it's, it's probably not great in bronze. And I think it's, silver. I think it's fairly obvious that they're intending to balance and currently intending to balance the game towards lower level of play which i think for an early access game is probably what they should be doing like yeah you know like obviously top players have been complaining non-stop about morgesh and uh her passive and her interaction with wraith leggings it's completely broken we all know and megacosm and megacosm yeah dude her interaction with megacosm is insane but like I, I just think that they're trying to appeal to once once the game eventually does come out on console this year soon TM uh, <laughs> they want to make it as a as appealing to as broad of an audience as possible yeah so well I think too I think I think it's yes that but I think also it's just where it's a low hero count right now right like if there are forty heroes I think it's okay to have like some heroes that bronze and silver players are just not good at right yeah but that's like, fair when there's only twenty eight total heroes that you can pick from and she is like one of the main mid laners right like you need to have all the here yeah. like all the okay. heroes of roles be at least able to be played by you know an average player to a below average player i agree with you but it sucks yeah no but i agree playing yeah. mid it's like well then just fucking play i don't know just play gideon yeah. or gadget like Okay, you can't play Morgesh. Just play one of the other five. I don't know. I, I get it. But I, I, it just sucks, dude. I feel like Morgesh is absolutely dominant. But okay, anyways, on to the next item. Uh, Nightfall. I like this change. Um, I th- Yeah, yeah, I do like this change. Okay. Um, power went down by 10. Pin stayed the same. You now get life still on this item. Uh, the old passive was Eclipse, uh, dealing damage to an isolated enemy hero. Grants ten attack speed, ten percent attack speed, and ten ability haste for five seconds, stacking up to three times. At max stacks, gain eight Omni Vamp. Uh, the new passive abilities heal for five percent of damage dealt to enemy heroes, and they added a passive. While below 40% max health, um, the first passive's healing is increased by 10%. So 15% increases of two to, And increases to 10%. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. so doubles, doubles still 10%. Um, and then, yeah, this was such a... When I had my little stint in offlane, it was like, this item was good if I was boxing that one person and then just completely a waste of gold as soon as it was like team fight phase. Mm-hmm. Yep, I, I think I remember people be... building it for like a week or something like that, uh, like on Fang Mao yeah. offlane and stuff. But yeah. then after that week, I, I don't think I've ever seen this item built. Yeah. yeah. Well, to be fair, I think the item was a lot better before because it used to just grant you Omnivamp like on each stack, and then it changed to like when you were at maximum stacks, you got Omnivamp. But then yeah. they changed that, and then it was basically useless. I think this item is just going to be like. For like, especially if if you're going like a damagey type off lane and you're physical, like I think this is it's gonna be picked up first and off lane. 
Yeah, yeah and it's super cheap too. Malgrux, Crunch, it's, yeah. It's super cheap too. It's only twenty eight hundred. So I mean, yeah, it's a it's a good value item. It's a good first item, I think. Yeah, you're getting pin. You're getting power. You're getting life still. Your abilities are going to be healing. Um, and then when you are brawling and get low, boxing somebody out, like you're getting even more uh, ability heal. So like, yeah, dude, mm-hmm. Crunch, yeah, Grux, um, yeah, dude. I I mean. I'm fine with the rework, honestly, just because Nightfall just Zerus. doesn't exist in the game. Yeah, Zerus. Yeah. yeah, that that item just just didn't exist, and it was good for like ten minutes, maybe, and not even mm-hmm. like if jungler, if any jungler was ever present, it just I don't know, didn't really matter that much. Uh, Perforator, cost decreasing by one hundred, physical power decreasing by ten, ability haste increasing by ten. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Mage Oathkeeper. Uh, I didn't realize this because I don't never built it on a mid laner. Uh, but I would see it. I think was this the one that you'd see on Richter's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But so it the physical power scaling is decreased from sixty percent to thirty five, and magical power scaling is increased by ten percent. Does that affect anybody? Um, I think low key, the only character it really affects is crunch. Cause I think you could actually build this on crunch. I think yeah, people were missing out because, because it does have magical power, right? It feels like obviously all of his abilities do have some magical scaling, but they're not as good as the physical scaling. So it's like, it feels kind of like a wasted stat, Yeah, but you still get it's like it, when you're weaving in autos, it's like an actually actually pretty good item for him. Um, but overall, I don't think it that matters that much. I think it's going to be good for like burst mages. I think yeah, like I Countess. Ask, like who's who's going to build this item now? Uh, Countess. I think it's honestly good on Faye. Um, it's got uh, the thing is it has a shit ton of ability haste, right? You got to look at that. And then if like Countess Faye. Um, Shinbi, right? Like, right. Imagine, sh- imagine Fey. You hit them with like your your poke ability, and then hit them with an auto yeah. immediately after. It's like that. It's you're basically hitting them for what, like probably four hundred, and then another three hundred, and then you have your your poke ability up again, right? Like every two seconds. So it's like you you basically turn that poke ability into like a seven hundred damage every two seconds or like honestly it could even be good on freaking morigash right because it's like you got to be in auto range to hit your yeah, right click that's true um and it's got good ability haste has a little bit of health on there too right it doesn't necessarily fit into like the end all be all build right like megacosm probably just does more damage without you having to hit an extra button right but if you if you can hit your autos in mid lane or on shinbi right like it's probably going to be pretty good. I could see a world where you um, could use that on Gideon because of his passive. Yeah. Right? Because it slows the, I, that I don't. You probably can. More you probably damage. can, but I think with his 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 cast times are actually kind of long, right? I feel like I want to use a, use it on a character that... Yeah, I can just spam something. Can spam. You can weave in autos, yeah, right? Like yeah. you can weave in yeah. autos with him, but it's like Fate a slower. E and then Morgesh Mark are very, yeah. very like you just always have it. Shouldn't be wolf. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
Yeah, all this does, I think, is just make it more of an appealing item to the people that actually built it. So, like, Richter, mm -hmm. offlane, slash jungle, you know, it's... Shinbi, yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah. It, just, it just makes it better for the people that actually built it. Mm -hmm. um, and then the last item, uh, True Silver Bracelet. Less base shield, more scaling. Um, yeah, your shield's going from 250 to 200. Uh, bonus health scaling is increased by 5%. Uh, shield duration decreased by 1 second. And the reprisal damage uh, is decreased by 10%. Um, baseball and I were kind of talking about this earlier. Yeah. The, to be fair, that's only a 10 health nerf if you... Or like a little less than a 10 health nerf if you build true silver yeah because you, it does have 200 health on it too yeah or maybe it's like maybe it's like 15 but like eh. the reprisal damage i feel like i just never pay attention to honestly i yeah. don't build it on gideon for that um that, the reprisal damage i think is better like if you built it on like a steel yeah and you're building like full tank right and this is your like last item it's like when you steal old somebody and you just stand around them once that shield falls off it's probably going to pop pretty high because of uh it's i think it scales based on the damage scales uh or it it does damage based on the the initial strength of the shield but if you have a lot of health obviously right yes it's gonna do more damage so. um the 50 base shield i'm not thrilled about the one second duration doesn't really matter because like 200 and 250, like, dude. That'd Still be... get your Gideon ult off. Yeah. Yeah. The Gideon ult was what? Baseball 3.6 seconds or 3. something? 3.5 seconds. Um, so you still get the full ult off as long as they don't see you out of it. I just think that shield, you can chunk it down sooner. Yeah. It's technically, sorry. It's technically only a 40 decrease because of the bonus health scaling. So if you build one other health item, though, it's probably about the same. Like any health on that item. Yeah. So that and tainted. Maybe an Oath Keeper. Yeah, yeah like yeah. an Oath Keeper. Exactly. That, Tainted Scepter, uh, World Breaker, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, if um, you build World Breaker, it's probably the exact same as it was before, honestly. Because that's a lot of health on that item. Yeah. So. Um, who else even builds this? Narbash? Narbash builds it. Uh, I mean, that, like, like I said, you can build probably, it on a bunch of people. You can probably like, build it on some tanks, but like... You don't necessarily need it. Yeah. yeah. Those are the two that I think of for that item. It, it is nice, though, because the thing is, while the shield lasts, right, you have CC immunity. Yeah. So it's like you can get in there, Richter ult. Or, I mean, hell, you can you can put it on, I guess, crunch if you really wanted to, and the second you recrunched, you have CC immunity for four seconds. Yeah. And so you can even use it to, like, pre pre uh cleanse stuff because right you just you just have to hit your r and especially with crunch right where it's uh super short cool it, it is a 40 second cooldown right but like when if you know you're about to get hit with like nine cc's or something like that is crunch and you can just like it, it it could be it can be niche and i don't think i don't think low-key predecessors at the point where people are counter building super hard based on abilities, right? They're still going to go mutilator on crunch, you know, like whether yeah, P and people are still going to build anti-hill, um, but it, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. And that concludes so. patch notes, man. There's a bunch of bug fixes. Do any of them? I think there are actually some big, I think there are some actually big bugs. Yeah, uh, pick out the ones that, that uh, frost guard. They, they fix the frost guard bug where 
uh, all stacks would immediately be removed if you walked out outside of the aura. I think Frostguard's actually a good item, but because it's been bugged, it's like been kind of dog. Um, Mutilators, passive, not correctly dealing double damage. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so Mutilator wasn't procking. Uh, Tectonic Malik, if you got slowed, it would actually cause you to lose physical power because it gave you <laughs> bonus physical power based on your movement speed. So, um, trying to think. I think those were. I think those were yeah, the there biggest one ones. Terminus costs fifty gold less than in. It's like, <laughs> dude, just fun. put it in the items and say you're increasing its cost by fifty gold. Like that, and also yeah. <laughs> the Vanquisher granting additional malady stacks on kill. Um, yes. Yeah. Kind of sticking out to me. Yeah, but I think I, really the big one in my opinion is the the frost guard. Yeah, for sure. If you look at uh, frost guard, like the item, like stats, it, it's, it's a really it's good item. Gold. It, it stats wise, it's a sick item, and then uh, it applies a stack of stifle every half a second. So and it stacks up to six times, so it's three seconds, and then uh, when they're hit by a basic attack. Uh, it reduces their attack speed by 4% for three seconds, stacking up to six times. So that's what 24% attack speed reduction. So like that item, especially into like, like a chimera or a, you know, like even, even crunch and like characters that use auto attacks, grux, right? Like it just being able to keep them from hitting you as often, right. Can sometimes turn those like, where they they be kill you and they had one HP into a free a free kill for you. I'll say, I mean, you build this item on like a steel, like yeah, uh, I, I've done it. And like it, it's so debilitating for the enemy team in team <laughs> fights. Like it's mm-hmm. it's a massive item, and I don't really see too too many people building it. But it's it's, it's a really, like, why is my gun heavy? <laughs> it's man, it's it's a really yeah. good item, and I'm, I'm I'm glad that they uh they fixed those bugs. Good stuff. That is patch notes. We went a little more in depth than we typically do. Um, again, I forget who it was, but somebody asked, uh, pretty much they were like, can you just like talk about everything so I don't have to read it? So that is patch notes. Uh, next we're going to go into, uh, PCC. Um, that started today. I was hella busy. I was able to watch part of the PCC roundup and then I watched, uh, rogues first game today. So that has been all I've seen. Hasp, I believe you've probably watched the most of the PCC so far. Um, what what kind of takeaways uh, do you guys have? Well, um, the only games that I really watched were Team Rogues uh, games uh, hey, from, we're, from, we're from our boy small Wangle's fans over uh, here. point of view. So shout out Wangle. Wangle. Uh, <laughs> Rogue, went, Rogue uh, went undefeated today. They won their group. Uh, they went 4-0. Um, nice dude and that they first had game they yeah yeah that first game uh Oof. they were playing uh j and j pies team i can't i can never remember the name of that team for some reason but uh yeah they i mean they just had from from the onset they just kind of had control of the game they they controlled the tempo j pie wasn't there um i don't believe i think uh i don't know if he had something come up so they did have to kind of find a jungler so obviously when you have to find a, a sub that you weren't expecting, like 
Yeah. And especially yeah. jungler. Especially like a jungler. Like a, it's yeah. jungle is yeah. such a, a role where you have to really synergize with your team. Um, That's true. To be fair, yeah, Rogue also had a sub. They had Joe Yours Truly uh, mm-hmm. instead of Haru on carry. Um, but probably less impactful than having to sub your jungler unknowingly, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, like and, last minute. Yeah, and Joe, uh, if I remember correctly, Joe has played um like with Pinzo and Tech and Kid and oh yeah, uh, like the the he's he's in in Wangle. He's played with those guys a lot. Um, so it wasn't really like his first rodeo or anything playing with them. He's mm. played with those guys for months at this point. But and um, he's also just nuts at the game. Yeah, he's he's like he's, yeah, Carrie's like his. Oh yeah, Carrie's my worst role. role. And then his, his team beats Cold's team against uh, when they played Noko in game two, which was probably what everyone was saying the the best game of the day, and it was it was hype for sure. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to go back and watch that. Um, you said you saw a Fing Mao mid. Who played that? Um, so that wasn't in uh, any of Rogue's games. That was actually um, uh, who was, was that? It? A European strat. Uh, that was um, Neff's team. Okay. Uh, the yeah. team that that uh, it, it was Simba's team. Simba's team. Um, it was Mumu's, I believe. Uh, he went, or, or no, he was Countess Jungle. Yeah, Mumu's went Countess Jungle. Yeah, and Sneaks and was did. their mid laner, and he played yeah. Fang Mao. Um, so basically what it was, as I understand it, um, during the draft, uh, they had picked uh, Gadget because I think one of the first picks that uh, uh, Sneaks' team had picked was uh, Countess, uh, which was Mumu's. And then they had picked Gadget to counter the Countess. And then they just kind of played right into their drafting, and then they picked uh, Fang Mao, and then they just took the Fang Mao mid, and uh, it just kind of ran down the gadget. Like Sneaks was just, it, 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 Sneaks was just all over the place and all over that gadget. Uh, but yeah. what really swung the game in their favor uh, was uh, Moo Mew's. Uh, he 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 did it, man. He did it in a comp game. He he got that that sneaky sneaky red buff invade off on their uh, crunch jungler and, really uh, yeah he be, and and i didn't even realize this i was in Grady's stream after uh the games had wrapped and uh they were talking about it uh i guess countess's q just it, it does ridiculous damage at level one like 436 or something like it's yeah it's, it's nuts it's well it's like i think here i can pull it up it's bonus damage to minions is the big deal yeah and so, like, at, like, level one, it, like, cleared, like, yeah, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, it does three times damage. Three uh, times damage against... And minions. Yeah, minions and non-epic monsters, which is is uh, everything except Fang, Tooth, and Orb. So it's 210 damage plus 30, yeah. plus 90% magical uh, scaling. Yeah, scaling. So, yeah. And pretty good damage. Yeah, he, he, he just, he took that, and then the crunch had to back off because he was at, like... 30% health and so he just kind of ran over to his blue buff and uh the countess Chad, bro. <laughs> and, and the countess just took his five camp and then from there it was it, it was basically it, he was so far behind at that point that was that it's definitely one of those plays where like in a competitive setting that's the one mistake where you're just going to get completely punished and from then on it was like the yeah. game wasn't even close like it was 22 to 10 like sure. they, they, and that they kind of strat of is like a, a do or 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 die strat right like yep. if countess doesn't get that then crunch just gets a free first blood yep and then countess does nothing the entire game and they just 
you know, it, it goes the opposite way for him. You know what I'm saying? That's a, uh, which to be to fair, it, you know, when you're playing against Neft, right? Like if you're just going to play, if you're, if you're going to play into Neft and play their style, Loki, you're probably going to lose in my opinion. So that, you know, that's trying something different to, to, to win. And it, it paid off. So. Yep. It was uh, it was it was super fun to watch though. Like uh, it it was really fun to listen in on Rogue's comms during the games. Um, you know, it, and it's just so funny. Like that duo lane of Tech and Kid and Joe Years Truly. It, it was just so because they're just dunking on everyone, yeah. and they're just they're just super casual talking in comms. Like they're both Bro, just like the yeah. chillest guys ever. <laughs> it was they're just so like destro- two grandmasters just destroying everybody that they come in contact with, and then they're just like, "Oh yeah, good job." Yeah, super laid back, chilled, and then like I would not not necessarily quiet. It was just like, just, I don't know, man. It's just like every three minutes you'd hear. Uh, oh good stun we got him you know like (laughs) (laughs) one thing i will say though some of those team rogue boys y'all need to y'all need to up your microphone game for sure like we we need to improve the audio quality of your mics if if you guys are listening (laughs) in gotcha so where are we is pred protocol a uh, team rogue stand like or that's our team right uh, yeah, I, that's who I'm cheering for. I think, in yeah, my opinion, I was rooting for them just because they all seem like you know super cool yeah, guys. Super chill guys. Good dudes. I mean, yeah. they, you know, I mean they, I mean, Blue I Jay- honestly, I just want good games. If yeah. if I'm being real with you, I don't really care. Like, I obviously want Road to Win because uh, Wangle came on and chatted with us. But like, if if every game was a 50 minute banger uh, t- uh, next weekend, uh, I'm fine with That'd it. Be sick. That would yeah. be nuts. Yeah, baseball. Did you have any? Uh, Takeaways from what you saw? Uh, nothing too crazy. I, I I was at a like a family reunion today, so I only got to see like the first half of the first road game. And like like you guys said, they it, it wasn't in the bag, right? They they made like one sloppy play where they kind of went for orb without trying to pick anybody first, and it it didn't even go bad. They just like evenly traded. It was like a four for three trade or something like that. And so then they just had to back off and reset. And that was probably the only, like, thing that I could say that Rogue even did wrong because they, like, the early first – I don't think there was a kill for, like, the first 10 minutes of the game. Everyone was playing super safe. And they were just macroing better than uh, the other team. And if if the other team is macroing better than you, you got to make something happen. And uh, it just didn't happen for the the team. But – yeah, how about um, zero risk? How about Group D, the Group D drama, right? Pink Ravens, yeah, it's tough. almost baguette, and zero risk all went three and one. And then they have to, like the way PCC does it, is then they take like those matchups. And if there's like, you know, a clear, obvious two people, two team win- winners out of those three based off of the matchups, um, those two advance. If, and they were all like even on that. So then they, their next uh, criteria is like, uh, what was the average win time um, for the, those teams' games, right? 
Mm-hmm. And zero risk had one minute slower uh, average win time. Yep. Yeah, they are eliminated because of that. And, so, and that's just got to feel awful considering yeah. you know they they had beaten uh, Pink Ravens, which is probably one of Ravens, the top yeah. favorites to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they, sure. they had they had got that major twenty two and ten upset, so it it definitely feels bad. So I don't know if any of those guys listen to the podcast, but uh, at least for me, I don't want to speak for baseball in danger. I'm with y'all. Like uh, hashtag, yeah. let them play. In my opinion, yeah, bro. Get nine teams in there and let them let them duke it out. It'll be fine. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, I didn't. Again, I I wanted to watch more, but I just didn't have time to. I'm definitely gonna watch this coming weekend. I where they didn't have like the, an official PCC cast uh, this week because I'm pretty sure one of the PCC casters had to like sub. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, and so like they didn't actually have a cast. And so I, I, what I was going to hopefully take away from it was like picks and bands and what were the, you know, high picked characters and, and high band characters. But, um, I, I got to watch one game and they didn't show any bands. So I'm pretty sure any of the games. So yeah, based off of who wasn't picked, I would say twin blast mortgage bands. Yeah, probably. Um, Bellica did get picked. I didn't see like, yeah, Bellica was, I got the game I saw. There was a Bellica. There was a Gadget. There was Decker. Yeah. Rampage. Steel. Richter. Um, Kira. Drongo. So, yeah, it's you do know. You it's, think okay. So based off of what happened with zero risk, do you think like, hey, it's super unfortunate, but that's just how it goes, or do you think there should be some type of revision to that? I think it's just unfortunate. Like, if only eight teams can make it, right? Like, I mean, as, to... in my opinion, as long as it's something that all the teams knew about going into the tournament, it is what yeah. it is. Um, personally, I'm not a fan of it. Like, in my opinion, play an extra game or two. Like, let them duke it out. Let them let them fight it out. Let them play for it. You know, but it's not Hasp's tournament. It's PCC. So you right. know. It's it, it is what it is. Those are the rules they came up with, and those are yeah. those are the rules I mean, of the tournament. Yeah. That's that's where I that's where I'm at on it. Like, it feels unfair to zero risk, but those are the rules they were stated before they started the tournament. Like, it just man, that just has to feel so bad uh, to be a minute. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, to be fair, if they would have beat baguette they would have been the first seed yeah so you know what i'm saying it's like yeah that sucks that's but one of like those situations also, where it's if like you, you just can't control what you can't control yep. so it's like yeah you have yeah. to control what you can um, yeah if you win every game it that, it that thing doesn't come into play you know what i'm saying yeah but especially with those sneaks plays uh this the moo moose uh, excuse me plays that house was kind of talking about like ah oh, man Feels bad. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Anything else on PCC? I mean, I got to talk about this uh, Rogue NoCo game just because it was, like I said, everyone was saying it was the best game yeah, of the dude, day. Yeah, dude. Tell I, me about it. I'm going to watch it hopefully tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's hear about it. Yeah, so basically early game, both the teams were kind of, you know, like uh, the dual lane was kind of for for rogue was kind of getting a little bit pushed in same with mid like wangle got killed by mav a couple times who's the jungler for uh 
um, for Beemore's Noko. team. Uh, yeah. God, what, for Cold's team, I can never remember the name. Noko. I need, yeah, yeah, Noko. Um, and, uh, but Pinzo was just completely slapping around the offlane Sev. Like, yeah. he, in the first <laughs> 11 minutes, Pinzo solo killed him three times at, uh, on Steel. So, like, Pinzo got super big, super early. Yeah, Pinzo so, was uh, in his zone today, man. From yeah, what he, I, from the one game I saw, he was definitely in the pin zone for sure. Like the hey. dude was, the dude was on a tear uh, on, on steel today, in the in the first two games that they played. Yeah, that first game he was like seven and zero or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway. I think Wangle came into chat too when we were playing earlier and was like, "Yeah, they tried to like ban Pinzo out yep. by like." You know, they banned a couple offlaners he was uh, he felt confident on, and then they picked like Richter and Crunch, which are another couple offlaners that he you know enjoys playing. Yeah, I think that like, was well, in, I, that I, was in like the third game, I think. Oh, yeah. third game, gotcha. Yeah, but still, it, you know, like you're not going to be able to ban out with, with two lane, bans <laughs> and offlane. Like, it, yeah, there's so many different heroes you can play that bring. A bunch of good stuff to the table, and Steel is one of them, right? If you can make the late game with Steel, it's gonna feel nice. Yeah, and then and then <laughs> the like still in the pause, and then like still in the early game, like Mav was just kind of on a tear. He was just everywhere. He killed he killed Wangle twice in the span of like a minute and ten seconds. Like he he was just kind of just hassling him in mid lane, um, and then. You know, Cold started to kind of come online. He killed Joe twice in like four minutes, um, and, and so they just kind of owned the mid game, and they were getting the objectives. And uh, I don't, I don't really know what it was, but like Rogue's target recognition just kind of seemed off. Like they, they ended up focusing Mav and the Sev a little bit more than they should have, and then Cold was just Cold and Beemore were just kind of blowing them up, free casting. Yeah, and then like they essentially got team wiped like 15 minutes in the sev got a triple kill or Ooh. no actually a, basically a quadra kill 15 33 he killed tekken kid and then in the next like eight or nine seconds he was he killed wangle blue jay and joe and then like 10 seconds after that cold finished off uh pinzo so i mean like and this was all like basically around fangtooth uh, if I recall correctly, like so, they just kind of had control over the objectives and control over the map, and they they controlled the entire pace of the game. And Rogue just kind of had their backs against the wall. And then I don't know what it was, but like I don't know if it was just they were missing their abilities in the early game. But uh, I mean, like after about twenty five minutes or so, it was pretty much Team Rogue. Like they they uh, yeah, dude. They, I'm looking they got, at it right now in yeah. the last nine minutes of the game they had what 10 kills yeah like they 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 got uh some really really good picks uh around orb prime and then once they killed like four of them they were just able to pick up prime and then they were just kind of shoving everything they had prio on pretty much all the lanes uh they i think they went over and got uh primal fang uh right after they uh got orb prime and then i mean I mean, just look at the game. I mean, the last, yeah, yeah like you said, 28 minutes on. I mean, really, Noko didn't even get a kill. On. Yeah, like Noko only had like a couple kills 25 minutes on. It was just all Team Rogue. They just completely dominated the late game. And a big part of that is just because uh, Tekken Kid and Pinzo, man, they were just, they were CCing the crap out of the team. And then, you know, 
uh, Wangle and Joe were just able to kind of blow up. Joe had some sick plays, like especially starting with that uh, or prime take that they had. Joe yeah. was just Joe was just hitting some cues that were just decimating them, and yeah, they just they just kind of ran it down. But yeah, they that that game you, was super hype, and it was it it was really encouraging to kind of see a, a a team come back from pretty far behind to to just kind of turn it on a on a on a team like that, you know? Yeah, especially at that level, right? Like, because it's easy to say like at that level of gameplay, it's like okay, the game's just kind of over because they're the team ahead is just going to be able to capitalize that, you know, that team wipe at 15 minutes and turn it into so much that it's just, you, you just can't get back, come back from it. Um, that's awesome, man. I'm excited to watch that game. Sick. It was super hype. Yeah, dude, Good you job, were bro. like messaging Good job, us. Bro. You were like, bro, I'm, this has got me hype. Like, yeah, this man, PC for, it, it did. I, I was like, man, this game is insane. This was awesome. All right. Uh, anything else? Baseball? I guess you and I will watch them more, and then yeah, I'm gonna. There's a game tomorrow. I guess. Well, I guess if you're not, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, it'll be on Sunday, uh, the previous Sunday. Um, they didn't. So uh, let me get, see if I can find. So for Group A, for Fun Gamers and uh, Two Vision One, and then Bad Timing and Rest and Relaxation Double Vision are, Double Vision. are, uh, are the, the top two from Group B, but technically no one's won Group B yet because for some reason they couldn't play each other. So they're actually playing on Sunday to see who's like the one seed out of that group and the two seed out of that group, basically. Gotcha. And then Rogue and NoCo uh, won that group, and then we kind of talked about it. Pink Ravens and Almost Baguette won out of Group D. So those are kind of winners. And so who to be looking for this coming weekend if you are going to watch, which I highly recommend because good players playing the game is fun to watch. Oh, bro. I was mildly interested in Smite, but watching uh, SPL made me like, oh, bro, I got to play Smite. Um, I'm really into Pred, and watching this is like, oh, it's it's Mm -hmm. awesome. Um, And you can learn some stuff about your roles, so that always helps. Um, there were a lot of subs I've noticed. Yeah, I think that's kind of what's hap- like what happens, um, especially when it's like, hey, you need to play all your games by this date or like on this single date, right? Like in like a league, right? If it was like a season, it's like most of the time they let you schedule your own game so that way you don't have to have a sub. But when it's like, hey, no, Saturday the the 6th, you're going to have five games. And so it's like, well, hey, I can be there from, you know, 8 a.m. Eastern time to 3 p.m. Eastern time. But if we have anything go after that, I might not be able to make the, you know, last bit or whatever. And so those people need to be dedicated, man. <laughs> make your schedule around PCC. It's an early access game. That's I mean, it's yes, if you win, I guess it's what a three thousand dollar payout or something like that. But, you know, only five people are going to win that. So. Well. It seemed to work out <laughs> for yeah. some teams, anyway. Uh, all right, and now we will go into games. Um, baseball, you want to go? Sure, dude. So I've been playing a lot of support. Uh, officially switched over. You've been solo queuing um, support, which is mad. Solo queuing support. Um, I think I actually won all my solo queue support games. Uh, Yes, I did. I think I played one or maybe two. 
Uh, yeah, two, and I won them both. That's fine. Um, played again, just trying to get better at Decker. Um, really not much to say. I, I the thing is, I like the tanky build for Decker. Honestly, I it feels better to me. Um, and I feel more impactful when I'm playing the tanky build. Uh, but sometimes I just feel like we're not getting enough damage from like randoms whenever I play it, like if I'm two or three stacked. And so dude, I've just been going like auto attack speed decker and just like trying to one V one people basically. And so like <laughs> I'll I'll talk about this game since Hasp doesn't want doesn't want to lead it. I'll I'll lead this one. We played a game earlier today. I played one game uh into a cloven hooved guy, which is surely uh uh <laughs> somebody's alt. Um and then into Sneaks as well, who's the guy who played Fang Mouth mid. And, uh, dude, we, man, has played ADC. I played support. Uh, we had a guy, Wraith White, who is a, like, Diamond 2, Diamond 3 player. They're, like, 8 MMR away from Diamond 3, so I'm going to call them a Diamond 3 player. They played Morgesh, absolutely fragged. And then we had an offlane Steel who... Oh man, like Steel, all of his abilities are just so big that it's sometimes I feel like it's hard to miss. And uh, my guy was really trying to show us that it's possible in this game. Oh, he succeeded. He succeeded, man. Also, uh, in how long did this game last? It was a 36 minute game. He played offlane Steel, had 123 creep score. So. That's pretty good. Um, pretty good for an offline steal. 3.4 creep score per second. I was playing support, and realistically, I wasn't stealing anyone's farm unless I was like, like if Has if Has played ADC, right? If he backed, I would last hit creeps and like not auto them, just last hit them so I could so the gold wasn't wasted. You know, if if the mid died and I rotated mid. I would take that wave because they weren't going to get it anyway. And I had 1.6 creep score per, per minute as, as a support, you know? So like literally half of his CS and had a thousand five hundred more gold. I thought this game um, was an a Ram, like, like <laughs> from like six minutes on. How many kills it was an on God? How many kills did what? Look, uh, just look at all the X's on Omega dot city. Like how, <laughs> this game was a bloodbath, by the way. Like it was, I thought I was playing over prime for a second. At, at 25 minutes, I know there were 50 kills total yeah. in the entire game. Yeah. The fighting just would not stop. And to be fair, they had two masters on their teams, but I dude, I feel like we should have won that game. Uh, has to, you're playing well. Our mid was playing well. Like I was being Decker and being annoying, um the problem was we had no engage we had a crunch yeah. that didn't want to engage we had a steel that didn't want to engage but when he did engage he missed literally his entire kit yeah if i had a, if i had a dollar for every single time if i had a dollar for every single time that this steel charged in missed his charge missed his shield slap and missed his ult i'd never have to work a day in my life again yeah, yeah. like this, at, at least for like a couple days right you know dude Which the, it was a lot more than you should it was right? insane um yeah the funniest part about the the game was when uh he literally ran past the guy that you were fighting to chase like three people yep. and then you almost died because of it that was that was the funniest part because i like died early but like i 
done a lot of damage, gotten abilities off, you know, peeled or whatever, died. And then I think you were fighting the other ADC who is also a twin blast. And dude, Steel, my dude runs right past him to chase the jungle Steel who's like probably one HP, but there are also two other people like running away with him. And so you like, I don't think you got the kill on the other twin blast and you had to like back off. And it was wild because he just like ignored you and then was like getting mad at me because I, every single time you died when you were like pushed up, I wasn't with you. I was like, bro, you have no idea. Like the support definitely does not stay with the carry the entire game. Like that's just not how you play. Like, okay. I do have, uh, okay. Two questions. First question. They're off lane. You're, you're off lane. Mm -hmm. So like carry got carry and you got off lane. Yes, so what and you there? offered to trade with them. Pre, okay. yeah, pre-game, we we had selected our roles, um, and then the uh, the the guy who ended up playing the steel on our team, he was like, "Hey, ADC is by far my worst role," and I was like, "Okay, I can swap because you know I was obviously chilling on Discord with baseball, so I was like, yeah, dude. baseball I, will I, make you a good carry." Yeah, I I don't know, I don't know what this dude's rank is i don't know how good he is if he says that adc is his worst role then i'm gonna i'm gonna take his word at it and he can just play offline if he wants to i'll, I'll take adc um i just i don't know man i don't know if okay. i should have just been staying i don't, I don't know if i should have stayed offline or if, if making the swap was the yeah. right call and because like, we like one duo lane yeah, into probably hard. yeah into like a 2500 support and like a, a you know mid plat player and like we were just kind of bullying them and like I was rotating and letting you just farm against two of them. So you could just get more farm because you, we were fine. And, uh, yeah, that game just didn't go well. Um, I'll That's leave that game. I looked at it and I looked at the, I, really I saw Wraith White and I was like, Oh bro, how do you not win this game? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing they're uh cloven hooved guy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I guess sold all of his items uh, before the game ended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was dead. He was dead. He he built like full damage. Gotcha. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what other game do I want to talk about? I think caster supports are just better right now. I played a couple Richter games, and it's it's not that they went like terrible, but it's just like I think tanks right now in a are are just better from a like a head states, right? Like I was playing Richter and I went like Galaxy Greaves, Dynamo, Flux Matrix, and it's like I did fine most of these games, like two, five, and eight, but we just I, I like either at I couldn't stay alive long enough to like be as annoying or you know, I I could get my kid off, but then I would usually die where it's like I feel like if I'm playing off lane Richter, playing jungle Richter, I'm usually ahead. And so then I can like get my entire kid off and then like they're doing nothing to me and I can just run it down, right? So it's like you almost have to play like a tank is more of a peeler than an engager, which like you don't necessarily want to do that. I feel like I feel like if you're drafting a tank, you you want them to be able to engage. Um, but that's just my particular take on the meta. I might be wrong. Um, but whenever I play uh, Muriel, Bellica, Phase, or Decker, I just feel like I do so much more in the game than uh, on Richter or on Steel or on Narbash. Um, 
I'm going to talk about these two games back-to-back, and then I'll talk about one game that we can all talk about together. I was streaming the other day, and uh, <laughs> uh, Tech hopped in the chat, and I was like, who do I play to support? And he said, Gideon. And I said, okay, I guess that's what I'm playing. And so I played Gideon support and had Long Firm Banana on my team, who it, just an all-around good dude, that, right? Dude. Like, Yeah, every single time I game with him, it's like, yo, what's up? And he's like, yo, baseball, how's it going? Uh, like always good vibes like if we get shit on he's like oh that sucks ggs see you in the next one you know never i don't think i've ever seen him rage uh but (laughs) i I locked in gideon support uh, with him as my adc and we proceeded to go uh three and eight combined in offlane three eight and five (laughs) and uh i definitely didn't do any and it was into legends up who's a really good adc as well um yeah, I didn't really uh, show my show my best face for him. And then, really, the reason I want to talk about that game is the next game I played into Long Firm Banana and Legends Up again. And then I I played an actual support and played Decker, and I went five on fourteen and hard carried the game basically. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah. So, were you suggesting that? Uh, did you go Rift Walkers when you played Gideon? Yeah. <laughs> are you, so, so are you saying that Rift Walkers uh, on Gideon support is not the tech? Uh, <laughs> yeah so you, you uh, rift walker old right well i was gonna I, I what i was trying to do was rift walkers jump old because i had galaxy greaves Hell yeah. that was the tech that i was trying to Hell uh yeah. accomplish but really they just had so like they just had a ton of damage uh legends up got pretty much all the kills in duo lane and then our jungler ganked a couple times it was Kamara. he ganked a couple times and died in duo as well and did he was well let me see what when was this uh i think they won in 24 minutes yeah they they literally took our core in 24 minutes so uh and he was eight one and two and of course was going the infernum uh death stalker of fun build. Long firm banana had to be cussing you, dude. <laughs> no, he wasn't he's mad. Yeah, nah, he was chill. chill. I, 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 the thing the I felt game. bad about, I'm the thing I felt bad game. about was, like, why is he shitting on me now? <laughs> yeah, he, he he went Grux jungle next game, and uh, Legends up played off lane, uh, and we, I did, I just absolutely went off that game. Had a like two seventy seven player score. I think I was like top damage in the game. Uh, I think it felt bad too because Legends Up was playing into Redbeard, and so Legends Up was winning that, and then his like his internet like pooped out on him for like kind of like ha- what happened to me when I played Steel that game for like you know five to eight minutes or whatever. Which Bro, in MOBA time, that, that's that hamster yeah. internet, man. Yeah, yeah dude, <laughs> for sure. We so, need to get um, it started. Pred protocol go fund me for uh, Red Fear. Uh, so Fiber. fun facts. Hey, this is IRL stuff. Uh, we had people in our neighborhood uh, measuring off for fiber finally in our neighborhood. Hell so yeah, uh, dude, welcome to the club soon. Well, so well, yeah, yeah, dude. that's fine and well. We need it for Redbeard, man. <laughs> yeah, Redbeard too. You're no, no, it wasn't Red. No, Redbeard didn't DC. It was it was Legends Up who DC. Oh, okay, never. Mind yeah, that. so Redbeard well, was able to catch up. Yeah, 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 dude. Yeah, bro. Good stuff. Uh, that's awesome. So um, that was pretty funny. Last game I'm going to talk about. I'm not even really going to talk about it. Uh, I guess I'll just bring it up and then I'll let you guys kind of um 
kind of finish it off. And when I say you guys, yeah, we were all in this game. Uh, Wengel came and played a game with us a couple nights ago. And uh, you know Wengel's – he's a master's level player. And we were forced to act. And so then Wengel made five. So you know we were about to go into a good team. Yeah. Enemy team had Neft and Robin, which are the duo lane for – uh pink, pink yeah pink ravens which are one of the favorites to win and it was me and wangle and duo lane low key low key it was about an even duo lane you guys did great honestly it was an even duo lane um i'll let you guys kind of talk about the rest of the game we we did end up losing but it was a pretty even game until i think we personally we just i think took a bad team fight and they like wiped us it we was just like a by prime, like, basically yeah we fumbled by prime they got a free prime and uh yeah, yeah it's basically the, ggs we, we've been playing a lot together right uh the three of us and Kamara. um so and what we've realized is like dude early game we kind of do really well right mm-hmm. like early phase of the game laning early it's like I mean, you granted you had Wangle with you, but you guys went into Neft and Robin, right? Um, Mid game, it just a, seems to be, sometimes it clicks and we do exactly what we should, and then sometimes we're like, "What the hell are we supposed to be doing right now?" Um, mm-hmm. That game, I played uh, Bellica mid into uh, Taco on Gideon, and like kind of same i like laning was fine um everything was going well but dude like you said we just like we fumbled one thing in in that mid game and they just like snowballed it out of control that's yeah. really kind of what it felt like um, yeah well it, it wasn't like a saw like a light fumble it was like we got full wiped and didn't do anything to them yeah yeah you know what i'm saying and a good team like once that happens that's just a free orb and and i'm pretty sure it was the the primal fang tooth was up as well, so they just got both to of be them. Fair, and Noco did that to Rogue earlier, and Rogue came back and won. True. So, so. we got to be better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I, it was a super fun game. Obviously, it was fun playing with the Langle. Um, how, how was the offlane for that game? Yeah, I was playing Crunch into uh, Pink Himalayan on Severog, as he as he is known to do. Um, I mean, laning phase was fine. It's crunch into Severog. Like, I just, I, I had two kills that game. Like, it was a pretty low kill game. Like, nobody had more than, like, eight kills in the game. Neft had the most with seven, you know? So yeah. it was, like, a dude, good competitive. like, one, yeah. three, and seven or something. Yeah, like, it, it, yeah, that's what I was saying. We did, we were kind of out, like, we were w- winning trades, I would say. It, like, they weren't by much. Like, it wasn't like, oh, that's a clear win. It was, like... His health is like sixty percent, and our health is like sixty-seven percent. It's kind of where we were at. Hasp got first and blood so, that game at like nine minutes. Yeah, I, I got yeah. I got first blood was immediately killed right after because Taco had come up. Taco was kind of babysitting the off lane a little bit just because he was yeah. Gideon. He could just shove wave and then rotate. So um, then I killed him like a minute later. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. but yeah, dude, first blood to Hasp. Let's and go. Then, and then and then I killed him again like. Five six minutes later, uh, I, again I I just laning phase. It's crunch versus Severog. Crunch is going to win that matchup like yeah, nine times I, out of ten. I think unless, you yeah. mentioned it during that game. Does Pink Himalayan just like split push like mad? Yeah, he does. 
Um, okay. Like he, the only time he rotates is if like there's actually a, a, a scuffle going on, basically. But otherwise, he'll just he'll just kind of live in lane at least in all the games that I've mm-hmm. played against. You gotta think though, right? Like if he's losing lane and he has Neft and uh, Robin on his team, probably the best thing he can do in that game is just split push. Hundred percent. Like, he did exactly yeah. what he needed to do that game because yeah. they didn't really need him in the team fights. Because um, uh, I mean, Robin is just god tier. Uh, yeah, that's, it's Decker. the best Decker I've ever played against, him, and, and it's not and, even close. And, and then you have Neft. I mean, he's yeah, he's, he's, he's Neft. probably the best ADC other than like him and Cold are two of the best. I, like I, I can't. They just play so different that it's really hard to the like, best three I've seen. Them. I think are Neft, Cold, and Shurik. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, I mean that's. Uh, I mean, apart from I just wasn't really able to get anything like i i got a few assists but i just wasn't really able to kind of lock down any kills um again it was just kind of a good competitive game everyone was playing aggressive yet safe at the same time kind of so i mean it was Mm -hmm. it was just one of those high mmr games but i you know we had like a a 350 mmr deficit just because it's heavily inflated by uh robin and neft but Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it was it was uh Wangle uh, Wangle did game. have 10 CS a minute, but Neft had 11, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's what it's just that, and that's what we were talking about like the the macro gameplay, right? Like Neft is one of the like cold literally can it just feels like cold can kill you whenever cold wants to kill you. Yeah, yeah, bro. And so and then he just does kill you on repeat and it's like there's nothing I can do about this. I I literally have no idea what to do. Neft is and just then it get feels gigantic like, from farming. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like Neft is, is just okay with not fighting you because he knows that he's going to have 11 to 12 CS per minute and you're going to have like 8. And so it's just going to be like, "Oh, well, I'm going to Yeah, literally his, have an extra 100 three, gold per your minute item to be, 1 or item yeah. 2 like so, um, um, I went five, six, and one that game. The funniest thing to me, though, uh, where uh, my dad gives you the uh, PS uh, performance score, they give you a title. Out of mid, I got Sentinel, which is mm-hmm. words placed. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it went well. Um, th- there was one time, too, I got pinched so hard, and it was like, well, fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, we just got. St- caught out of position hard baseball do you have any more games no that's pretty much all my games that's what i was gonna say I, like i'll let you guys kind of chat okay. about them will, now. because was... we've been talking about cold i will talk about a cold game um baseball you were in on this game right yeah 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 i think so let me coldisha right yeah yeah cold's alt account which is already like a top 10 uh ranked uh, account um where who did we play that game where is that? i played shinbi offlane and you played gadget mid and i got ganked on repeat and was still able to like 1v1 oh here okay. it, it was into thor miss moffat terry terror genocide which i'm pretty sure uh that was a team i don't i don't think Khan was on that team but i think the four of those people were all on a team together. Yeah, yeah here it is. Um, yeah, I laned into Genocide on Morgesh. Genocide's a nut, like a really good mid laner, and Morgesh is a really cracked character. Um, honestly, dude, like, I feel like we played well, but I mean, Kamaru had a good game. 
but dude, really, it was just cold, like you said. Like, at he any went eighteen point, five and six, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at any point in thirty minutes, too. Like, at, but at any point, it was like I'm just going to kill these two people really quick, and it there literally was nothing they could do about it. Like, it was, it was insane to watch, and like we didn't like fumble the bag. I went five two and ten that game, but dude, cold. That was nuts. That that I don't know. I I wouldn't say we got carried, but like he he carried the game, but like it we didn't we weren't in his backpack. Yeah, like we we didn't we didn't just come along for the free MMR. Like we we played fine. Yeah, but the he he was definitely like the like the thing that was like he carried the game but yeah here's the difference, <coughs> it wasn't right? like we were just dead weight on yeah, his team we just I talked guess. about neft neft had 11.2 cs per minute mm-hmm. had seven kills cold had six cs a minute but had 18 kills yep like cold it was just like i'm just gonna kill everyone um so that was pretty crazy um what else oh uh so we were looking at games the other night um, and cause I kind of asked you guys like, Hey, do you, we, I think it started because you were solo queuing as support. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do you guys solo queue a lot? <laughs> and you're like, I mean, yeah, dude, like we try to get some solo queues in. Hass was like, I mean, yeah, I solo queued a couple yesterday. Camaro had solo queued one that morning. You'd solo queued a few days before, prior. So I was like, man, when was the last time I solo queued? I went back and looked. It was three months ago. Was the last time I'd solo queued. The time before that was four months ago with uh, somebody from the Discord, Chris, who hasn't played in like four, like three months or something. Like, kind of has put the game down for a while. And so that was my second to last solo queue. That's how long it had been. Um, So I made it a point yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, where I was like, okay, I've got to get a solo queue game in. And so I solo queued, I went mid, I went gadget, right? Uh, I had JPI on my team, and then we had a Morgish offlane. It was this guy named Jibby Jibby. That dude absolutely popped off. He went 17 and 5. Um, we had a duo lane. I'm going to attribute this more to the carry. Um, just new I, would be my guess. Or learn in the game. Like, yeah. Yeah, the, I know who the support was. The support's a good player. Yeah, yeah. Fatlip's yeah, a good fact, player. Yeah. The the carry got 50 MMR for this game. So, they not, shit, yeah, dude, they have not played a lot. Um, Obviously, right? Like, because we all got nine and they got 50. So, um, they're learning the game. The, our duo was three and 20. Now, granted, Fatlip had 15 assists. Like, Fatlip was playing well, but it's just hard. Uh, yeah. Well, that's what I'm talking about, especially when you're playing, like, a character like Richter. Yeah. Where, like, and Decker, if you you have a little bit of space, right, that where you can, like, cast stuff and, like, auto and cage people. Richter, dude, if you, like, miss the pool in, like, a crucial team fight, you just kind of die. Yeah. And uh, so it's, like, that's where – that's kind of what I was talking about, like, before I got into games. It's just, like, I feel like Richter, Steel – they're just so much better from ahead because they're actually tanky. Where like in support, you're probably the lowest level person on the team, 
in most games, in most situations, right? Yeah. And because of that, you just your items come online later, your stats come online later. Um Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, and their the enemy support was a diamond player. So mm-hmm. and they were playing Bellica, so they also had like some kill pressure with that. Um honestly, for the first little bit, it was not looking good. Um we had J Pie and Jungle on Crunch, and there was one time where we were like, t- like I think it was like a four v four fight, but J Pie was like getting Fangtooth by himself, mm-hmm. and it's like if he peels off a of Fangtooth, I think we kill them all. We might still a couple of us might die, but I think we kill all four of them and then get Fangtooth, and yeah. he just stayed on Fangtooth, and I was like. I was like, bro, like, drop it and come. And then he got it, and I was like, well, you got Fangtooth. I'll take that as a win. Like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Dude, we could just... See, kinda... and that's where, like, the communication and, like, playing with people that you know... Yeah. Right? Comes into effect. Um, So, essentially, we were team zoning them <laughs> away from Fangtooth. Um, but, honestly, it just hit this tipping point. Our offline was more gushers fragging. j a good player. And then, like, I was just doing kind of gadget things later on. Um, where, and then again, Fat Lip was obviously like doing Richter stuff. Mm-hmm. Where, dude, we just kind of like, uh, it, we kind of just like decided, hey, we're just going to win this game and mm. just started like roaming around. I kind of just stuck with J Pie and yeah. um, Jibby Jibby. And like, we just kind of started killing them on repeat so um i mean dude morgesh had one two three four five six seven kills in the last four minutes so it's pretty good yeah that'll that'll win you a game so that's my solo cue for the quarter um <laughs> anything else i've been playing some bellica and dude i had a monster bellica game uh, finally clicked. I do. I was hitting like three and four people knock ups and literally just turning fights from that. And it was into uh, who was it? Kevin Door or something? Kevin. Yeah. Yep. Kevin Door. Yeah. Uh, He's on a team as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, we were losing that game, and if uh, you didn't. Yeah, I went twelve like, one and twelve that game, and then Has yeah. went seven zero oh, and twelve that game. Yeah, duo, we were like losing in duo lane. I was with a random duo lane who was trying to play passive, and the enemy duo was not going to let us play passive. Yeah. And so he was very much an S-key, like, not a, not trying to be mean to him, but he was like an S-key warrior. He's like, oh, we're getting pressured. I need to run away. Well, also, you were phase, right? So it's like attributes, like he needs to kind of play aggressive because you can just pull him back out of it. Yeah. but he And then heal him up, so. and then he can do it again. Yeah, and um, I died a couple times just because like I was the first one up and I should have been behind him, but dude, I like, that couldn't game, be behind him. We talk about synergy, man. Hasp and I would just stunlock people for seven seconds. <laughs> like literally, Hasp would come in and then knock them up, and then I would knock them up, and then it would just be back around to him knocking them up again. Like I don't know, dude. It just felt good. That was a good game, and Kamara would be there with a you know, with a Richter chain. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, big takeaway from that with Bellica, man, just that knockup goes through walls and just like, 
just line line it up. Honestly, that's all that mm-hmm. it, that was literally all it was was instead of running at them and trying to knock them up, I would just like be right around the corner and then get a three man knock up and then everybody would just dumpster on them. Um, yeah. And pretty much what Kevin Dorr was doing to our Murdoch, I was doing to their Greystone off lane. Like it, right. was, yeah. it was basically kind of like a similar type situation, a much higher ELO player just playing into like a low gold, yeah. you know, and it, I mean, crunch into Greystone. I mean, the dude was 4 and oh, he, he, I, I didn't let him play the game at all. Dude, you were, yeah, yeah. You were absolutely dominating the lane. Um, really the whole game, like just anywhere you went, someone died for it. Yeah, I just felt bad for bait. And like, even if you look at the kill spread on Ometa.city, the only kills that they got were literally in right lane and in the jungle <laughs> by right lane. Those are the mm-hmm. only kills that happened for that team. Um, yeah. So like the, <laughs> yeah, bro, it's like, literally. It's, it's literally just Kevin door basically like, it, yeah, that's it. it was just, and the thing is, right. Their jung like their jungler was kind of sitting on us a little bit more. It was a it was like a Severog jungle, and I'm pretty sure ha- or Camaro kind of started off over there sitting on on your lane and got you like massive. But uh, we just our ADC was definitely like our worst player, like MMR wise and just in skill. And he was going up against a di- like a high diamond ADC. And it's like I can I can lift him up a little bit, and he he went three four and ten right. He didn't just int right. He was yeah. almost uh, what like seven hundred six, almost eight hundred MMR set like seven fifty MMR behind the other ADC. Yeah, yeah I felt and really, he went three four and ten right. I, like that's not bad. Yeah, I felt but really bad for you in the early game just because you guys were getting bullied so hard. But like once yeah. it, once it got time in like the mid game and. Danger and I started rotating heavily. Like, I mean, our our team comp was just better. Yeah, for sure, way better than theirs. Yeah, it, yeah. Again, it was just tough because again, we, it was like I was doing everything, and I was like, I'm like sweating my ass off to go one five and fourteen. You know what I'm saying? And you guys are just like giggling uh, <laughs> because you're just absolutely shitting on everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was a fun one. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other that stood out. But honestly, dude, I just feel like we played overall played really just higher level players, just better people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So that always feels good. Um, the last one I want to talk about was so we got into a game and. Why, why did I go carry? I guess our random selected mid. And I was like, well, I'll just go carry. So baseball doesn't have a Because we had Peepo's mid. show, probably. No, not even that one. I'm looking at a, at a different one. This is I'm looking at the one where we laned into Legends Up. Oh, yeah. The Peepo yeah, show, I, think guys... I went carry as well. Because Peepo's show locked in mid. And I was like, all right, Peepo's show, you, you get mid. Yeah. I think that one you guys both, you 50-50 and you didn't get it. Oh, okay. That's what it was. So I picked Twin Blast. I didn't go the Infernum Deathstalker thing. I went Stormbreaker, Sky Splitter, Kingsbane. Um, I went twelve two and two. We were into Legends up, which felt good. Baseball was phase and really uh, made it happen for me, man. 
Um, yeah, that's that's about all I can say. Like, and we we're I was going into that game like I was type I was like, yo, like uh, to to our Faye, the our mid laner. I was like, look, like I'm like a not good, I'm a terrible carry, but I will play it. Um, I'll respect the fifty fifty. And then ended up going twelve two and two. So I guess I'm a carry main now, right? <laughs> No, honestly, I think that just speaks to uh, Twin Blast being super strong. Yeah, I, I mean, and to be fair, like that game, I could actually talk to you and like tell you things as yeah. well, like what I wanted you to do based on like me being phase, right? Like we just kind of chill until I could wellspring online, and then all of a sudden I can basically heal you for Revenant's entire four autos and his Q and like basically make that so it's like not doing actual damage to you so yeah. not gonna lie though start the game and then i see we're going into legends up and i was like bro i'm playing probably like my fourth worst like like my jungle is my worst role and then it's probably carry mm-hmm. and then i'm like and we're going into legends up like this is gonna be something but uh we prevailed we actually fragged that game. A dub is a dub, baby. Yeah, dude. We soccer was playing off lane, steel, and just shitting on uh, their crunch. Like absolutely dominating their crunch. He got him four times in the first ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, dude. So um, that's probably it on games. Um, yeah, I don't really have any takeaways from that because I was playing Gary and didn't know what the hell I was doing. But, <laughs> you know, with Twin Blast, just, like, shoot him. <laughs> shoot, shoot him good. Uh, <laughs> take Takeaway, if you want to learn how to play Gary, find somebody who's a good support, and they will teach you things. They will guide yeah. you. They will guide you. Yeah. Um, I think it helped that soccer was dumpstering the offlane so hard. Because then, like, yeah, yeah, I think sure. their jungler kind of had to try to deal with that. Could be everywhere, yeah. So Well, also their jungler was a Greystone, and yeah. what does Greystone ever do? Yeah. He jumps in, and then I just root him. Like, okay. <laughs> so, uh, Asp, we'll, we'll end on your games. Sounds good. Um, first one uh talk about was, like, a week or so ago. Uh was... Queuing with uh, with you, Danger, and uh, husband uh, Husbrando, uh, hey. super cool guy on the Discord, super chill, uh, yeah, very fun to play with. He was playing, yeah, yeah, uh, Husbrando's a ball to play with. Yeah, he's he was uh, he was playing Countess Jungle, Danger. You were playing Gideon mid. I was uh, I was playing uh, Greystone off lane, of course. My 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 new home in the off lane. And I don't know what it is, man. Like, Dude. obviously, you know, matchmaking issues, notwithstanding. But you know, sometimes you're just gonna get. Even if you're like, sometimes even if like when we five stack, we just go into a team that's like significantly lower MMR than us. It just happens sometimes, mm-hmm. right? So like, we had like a 350, 370 MMR difference <laughs> between our team and and the enemy team, but. I don't know what it is with these with these like silver and gold players, man. Where they just they always go for twin blast off lane. I, I just I 
maybe it works whenever they're laning against like other silvers and stuff like that, which I guess could make sense. But it was like, also their first two picks were carries. Yeah, it was it was Revenant and then uh, Twin Blast. The Revenant was the carry and dual lane, and then the Twin Blast was an off lane. Yeah, and and then they picked Morgesh, right? So it's like okay, obviously one of them's going off lane. One of the carries is going to be off lane, which makes yep. counter picking for you just so easy. I mean, as soon as I, as soon as the Revenant and Twin Blast showed up, I was just like, I'm just going to pick Greystone. Just, just, I'm just going to pick Greystone because I'm just going to run this motherfucker down. And that's exactly what I did. I went five zero <laughs> and two. I had almost ten CS a minute. I, I was just a split pushing monster. I, I don't know, man. Like it's just, just, just play a normal offlaner, guys. Like the ADCs aren't the the crazy monsters that they were. Uh, like right after the ADC item rework and even before, they're just it's not the play right now. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's just not the play. It's so Maybe it's one countered. of those they haven't played in a couple months. I don't know, man. I just I think it's like a low elo move, honestly. Yeah. It, it's just yeah. I see it all the time. Even when I solo queue. If I'm landing it like I'll I'll see like a two carry pick or something and then I'll just I'll just be like, okay, so it's obviously like the twin blast off lane or the Kira off lane, right? And then I type their name in Ometa.city just to see, and nine times out of ten, it, they're they're either silver or gold. You know, it is what it is, but it's just so easily countered. And uh, I mean, even if I wasn't playing Greystone, I would have just ran them down. It's just the way that it is. You know. Yeah. So that game was super easy. Um, apart from that, another another frustrating solo queue game. Uh, I mean, these things just happen sometimes. I had a uh, solo queue Richter game uh, a few days ago. Um, it was just really frustrating, man. I was the lowest elo in the entire game, so it was a pretty big, pretty, pretty, pretty high MMR lobby. The enemy team had like a 150 MMR lead on us. Uh, we were playing against Crisis Code. Uh, Yogi Bear Bandit, I think, uh, was playing a Shinbi mid and just decimated. <laughs> he was just rotating like crazy eating our Gideon mid lane and just kind of had free reign to do whatever he wanted to yeah dude I, yeah, that's an annoying uh, going into Shinbi in mid is guaranteed like others oh, gonna fucking rotate on repeat and it's like it can be rough and especially if you're solo queued right mm-hmm. and you're an off lane it's like okay now Shinbi's here Yep, and she, I think she only came over and killed me, like, once, um, but I, I was, like, I had just, I think I had just killed their offlaner, I was laning against a crunch, and just, I bullied him so hard, but, um, it, it was just really frustrating, because I was locking down offlane, and it was, they, I, I'm pretty sure my team, I'm pretty sure I queued into a four stack, because, uh, they were all, like, mid-high diamond players, and uh, I don't know, like they just basically what happened was is 10 minutes goes, the jungler dies. We had a jungle Grux. He died like once or twice. As soon as 10 minutes goes up, the FF vote, the first FF vote shows up, right? Obviously, I hit F2, like no towers are down. Yeah, I'm, I'm dominating game, my lane. Everything should the be Shimbi, fine. You guys were kind of like even your duo was like winning. Into crisis yeah. code, yeah. Like it, it, honestly, like it was, it was, it was fine. And then, like 
you know, it, it's it's I, I start rotating, I start shoving my lane, and then I start rotating to help them out because the Shinbi's just running a rough shot through them. And then Crisis Code was able to, I think he, I think he only got one pick, but he was like one, two, and two. You know, like he he, he really wasn't having that great of a game. And then I came over into dual lane, I killed Crisis Code, and then immediately, this is how I know it was a four stack, immediately, right after I kill Crisis Code, an FF vote comes up, and then all four immediately hit F1, and then the game's over. And, you know, it's just that that's just one of the more frustrating things about solo queue right now, because that game was just completely out of my control. I was owning my lane, I was playing super, super well. Like, I lost this game, and I had a 172.1 player score. You know, obviously, player score isn't everything, but... Well, your entire team had above 100 except for your mid. Yeah, and and that's what I'm saying, too. Like, I I don't know why they would just immediately give up, especially when we had only lost the duo T1 and then the mid-tier one. Yeah, Those were the only structures that went down the entire game. I think I had, like their uh solo lane tower their tier one in solo lane down like pretty low but i hadn't finished it off yet because i had started to rotate but yeah it was just super frustrating and those are just the games that'll really kind of take the wind out of your sails when solo queuing and like it was i think it was like the only solo queue game i played that day because i was just like yeah man i'm just i'm just gonna go back to being a cowboy in red dead redemption 2 like and i'll just have more fun doing that than you know and they only had one fang tooth as well yeah that's yeah, that was a winnable, very winnable game. Super like. winnable game. I was not worried at all about the Shinbi. You know, like it was just one of those things where, like, okay, you guys have been having trouble with the Shinbi, but I'm a Richter. I can silence the Shinbi. I can pull the Shinbi. I can ult the Shinbi. There are ways around this. We have this. We can win this game. But but yeah. they just did. They just didn't want to. They just wanted to get into the next one, and that's fine if they're four stack. They have that power, right? It just sucks being the being the fifth one going into that. You know. Yeah, kind of feeling powerless in that situation yep. when you're winning your portion of it, yeah. Yep, but uh, I mean, apart from that, really only got one other game uh, to talk about, and I think you already kind of touched on it a little bit, um, <clears throat> but it was uh, it was one of the crunch games from a couple days ago. Uh, it was when we were playing with Peepo Show. Yeah. <laughs> that was a really, really fun game. I was landing against the Bellica offlane, and she sure as shit knew it. Let me tell you. Uh, Mutilator right into Dread, man. That that item put in some work, that game. Uh, <laughs> you know, and unfortunately, you know, it, it is getting changed by the time people are listening to this. It's a completely different item, but uh, it definitely put in work, that game. I was, as soon as I hit level six, like literally, as soon as I... Uh, last hit the minion to get level six it was right at my tower line and the bellico was kind of like just past our uh, five camp fog wall as soon as i hit level six i hit control r got my ult and then right mouse button right into the right into the bellica knocked her up and then essentially like three or four shot her and then from then on it was just pretty much off to the races but uh yeah man like Crunch is just so much fun, especially when uh, when you're when one of you two is playing Bellica. That knock up combo is just super fun. <laughs> it's ridiculous, <laughs> yeah. And and especially like if you're playing uh, Bellica out of mid and then baseball. I think you you've had a couple Muriel games. Like you'll ult me on Muriel. I'll knock him up initially just to kind of hold him in place. Then Danger will knock him up with the uh, with the Bellica knock up. 
And then by that time, <laughs> baseball has landed on me, and then they get knocked up even more. And they're just literally airborne, bouncing up and down like they're on a trampoline Bro, for like six uh, fucking seconds. It's so much that, fun. That one game where I was Bellica and you were uh, you were Crunch, we like knocked up at the same time. Baseball, do you remember this? Yeah, and they went like flying in the air. They, yeah, dude, yeah, they yeah. launched through the sky. That was so funny. It's um, so much fun. But yeah, I mean, uh, I, there's really only one play that really stuck out. Um, in this game for me, it was, uh, I forget exactly what happened. I think baseball had just gotten picked in mid, um, possibly with, uh, I think it was, I think it was with Kamaru. Uh, you guys had got gotten picked in mid cause you guys were like, I think right around, uh, like halfway up through their tier two, uh, Kamaru mm-hmm. got picked first, if I recall. And then I think you just kind of, they just kind of whittled you down as you were running away. Um, but there were four of them mid. It was the Bellica, the Twin Blast, uh, the Fang Mao, and the Steel. And then Danger was super low, and he was coming back towards the um, towards the Tier 1 in mid lane. And then I had just come back from base, and so I was following up. And they were all, like, super, most of them were super low except for the Steel. And then I, th- I, I, I think I remember saying something to the effect of, like, you know, I kind of want to take this fight because I was full health, full mana, just just had a nice bat, got a little bit of a power spike. And uh, baseball was just like, yeah, dude, yeah, 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 you take that. Yeah, absolutely. And so I was just like, well, okay. So I, I hit right, right mouse button. It was actually the second ability I had hit. And then I just uh, hit the empowered Q and basically took the twin blast from like 45% health to dead in two hits with the right mouse button and the empowered Q. And then uh, I started chasing down the Bellica in mid, uh, hit her a few times, got her from 100 to like 30%, and then I think she blinked away towards the uh, towards the Orb Prime side uh, river camp. And then like right after that, the Feng Mao was like attacking me from behind, and then I just had like like a I, I think I've mentioned to you guys before I played Rainbow Six Siege for a significant portion of time a few years ago, so you know I'm I'm kind of used to crazy flicks and stuff like that. And then I just had this crazy 180 flick where I hit the empowered uh, right mouse button and pushed the Fang Mao into the wall and then hit him with the E and then just finished him off. I did get picked off by the steel after that play, but it was just a it was just a really fun, like free flow combo with Crunch. And that's why I love that character so much, man. Mm-hmm. Like once you yeah. once you once you get the combos down and you know how to use the not most people are obviously just going to use the empowered E to knock everyone up, right? But when you know when to use the empowered Q and the empowered right mouse button, that's when you really unlock the potential of Grunch. Because you can just do some crazy stuff like DoorDash and you guys, that Bellicus, uh, a few times in that game too, mm-hmm. would just push yeah. her right into you guys and then she could do nothing. But yeah, that was a super fun game though. And like, uh, obviously, with the dread, anytime I killed someone, I just immediately healed 20% of my health. And, uh, yeah, it just it it definitely put in work that game. Yeah, man, your uh, crunch games you seem to consistently frag on crunch. Crunch and Shinbi are probably my two strongest off lanes, with Richter probably kind of kind of kind of peeking up there as well. Uh, but I'm super pumped for Zeris. Just he's just just for the more diversity in off lane. Uh, pick something, you know, just just give me something else to pick, something else to to work on. So, um, yeah. but yeah, There's I'm really interested to see how his oh, kit's going to go. 
with you on crunch uh and then we can kind of wrap it up but I, I, it, it could have been that same game that i keep referencing where i was bellica but i double knocked up on an objective and then you dashed and it killed both of them oh yeah yeah i think we were playing with uh husband on decker that game gotcha yeah dude that it was just so cool to watch because i just see you like dash through and just two people explode <laughs> yeah they were both super low they were both at like 10 percent health or something and then they were they were they almost killed husband if i remember correctly because he was super low and so i think they were just trying to frantically tr- secure the one kill that they could which in that situation you know it's what you're supposed to do but i had knocked him up and then immediately as soon as they landed back down you hit him with a knock up and then I hit him with the right with the right mouse button, and they both just died from the RMB. And it was <laughs> it was it, it was just a beautiful combo. I'm I'm definitely a huge fan. Whenever you pick Bellica in mid lane, and I'm Crunch because it's a it's a CC fest for sure. Yeah. All right, baseball. Anything else? Nothing from my end, man. Good uh, good stuff. You hype for some Zerps? Yeah, I wish he was going to be a little bit more viable in support but i don't think he is going to be sad he's got so. a stun <laughs> yeah but like there any body block you can make he it can baseball. yeah he can do all that stuff right but like his whole kid is about getting in there and like then backing up and uh in duo lane where there's two people yeah. and especially i feel like all the good characters have like cc and there's like no diminishing returns right you're just trying to get in there and do it, you're just gonna get cc'd and die so yeah, that's fair. It's an interesting character for sure. I'm looking forward to Tuesday. All right, guys. That is, yeah. I I think it's, I, the thing is, is regardless if you play that role or play that character or whatever, it will change up the way your games go. Because it's just going to add a new element to the game. So, um, I don't know. I, I think... I think people are going to be fighting for him in jungle as well. Like, I think mm-hmm. junglers are going to be trying to get him, and offlaners are going to be trying to get him. And then you'll have Hasp just like, let me go every other offlane and see what can counter this guy. Literally, that's what I'm planning on doing. <laughs> Hasp is going to 50-50 for offlane and then not even pick the character. Oh, 100%. <laughs> 100%. Random ends up in carry and then is like they're gonna be so pissed off Zeris. at me. They're gonna they're gonna be so pissed off at me. We didn't even have a, we don't even have Zeris on our team. What is happening? That's yeah, a hundred percent gonna happen, uh, guys. If you've made it this far, thanks for uh, listening, sticking around. Um, we love you guys as always. Hasp, thanks for being here. Yeah, of course. All right, um, do all the things. Follow, like, subscribe. Uh, come join the Discord. Uh, baseball streaming pretty consistently so go check him out if you want to watch us play um yeah we'll we'll see how the uh, assassin items uh shake things up and we'll see how zara shakes things up so and, and like legitimately like if anyone's listening to this and even if you're like a, a, a gold silver bronze player just join us in the discord five stack with us we'll play with basically anybody like as long as you want to just have fun be chill and you know maybe improve at the game i mean that's that's uh, i'm always down to help someone out if they have questions i can impart what knowledge i have obviously i'm I'm looking to get better myself you're always learning in a game like a moba you know but seriously it's and just you'll, uh, you'll it's, have a chance to talk to a member of rogue so yeah for sure uh but yeah <laughs> i mean it's just good vibes just 
hop on. We we I, I would much rather five stack with a bunch of bronzes than solo queue sometimes. <laughs> like yeah, as I long know. as I'm in comms and yeah, can be super chill, you know, just have yeah. a good time. Hundred percent. All right. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, baseball. What What is your streaming schedule? Uh, typically it's either Tuesday or Wednesday. It depends on, on uh, family stuff, but typically I'll stream one of the either Tuesday or Wednesday after like evening Eastern time, uh, Thursday night Eastern time is pretty much like, I'm just going to do that from 10 Eastern time to either midnight or one, depending on how tired I'm feeling. And then usually either Saturday or Sunday I'll stream, you know, for two or three hours, depending on uh you know again family stuff you know who's who's available to watch the baby what the baby's doing etc you've been streaming gotcha. pretty consistently the past couple weeks though you've been yeah you've yeah. been on it yeah, yeah, yeah. so go uh, follow baseball 5516 on twitch follow danger yes, plays tv on twitch i don't stream but if i get enough of you i will <laughs> and um <laughs> build the audience before you start streaming i like it yeah dude that's that's the tech right so got to hit those numbers uh, before I even start it. So, uh, but yeah, uh, thanks for, thanks for being here, Hasp. Uh, we're, we're glad to, uh, glad to have you on the, I guess the, the Pred Protocol squad, right? We're, yes, are, are we, are we making a team? Is that what we're doing? I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure it's happening. Are we going to be champs of the next PCC? No, probably not. I Top just, 10, bro. Probably not even close, bro. Hey. Top ten, bro. <laughs> very optimistic. We'll you're you're a very optimistic person, Danger. I appreciate that about you. Hey, man, I believe in us. One week um, he's asking, "Am I too old to be good?" The next week he's asking, "Hey, guys, we're going to be the champs next 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 tournament, right?" Yeah, dude. Look, <laughs> I've played into uh, enough good people and uh, held my own that I feel more confident in it. So, um, all right, I'm Danger. Peace out, baseball. Yo, peace. Later.